happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, we're back. We're back, baby. All right, let's roll. The morning after has uh, begun. I probably shouldn't scream like that uh, too much. It's been quite a uh, quite a weekend. My normally uh, very Adele and Pavarotti sounding voice a little shot uh, right now. We had a uh, heavy metal heavy metal recording sessions over the weekend, and then uh, we had that, that crazy uh, crazy epic uh, game on Sunday night with the Toronto Raptors. I was in Toronto. Um, in Jurassic uh, Park, well, actually right next to Jurassic uh, Park. It was better than Jurassic uh, Park. It was like Jurassic Park uh, with vodka mm. instead of $14 Coors and Coors Lights. <laughs> um, so I'm back in Midtown at Manhattan. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. What's going on, uh, Joe? How are you, Gabe? Good to see you. Made it. Uh, you made it back, brother. That uh, always fun traveling uh, across the border, isn't it? The border wasn't the problem. It's just, yeah, I'm getting a little old for this stuff. It's not easy. I'm with you. Yeah. It's not like, you know, if like you think about it, dude, like I was on Friday night, I took a plane, like literally I woke up at five, uh, five, like this is like the torture of it, Joe. Somehow this weekend I had to wake up earlier than I normally do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nicole, I'm going to Toronto to record on Saturday. Oh yeah, by the way, you got to leave at 5, uh, 45 a.m., bro, right, yeah, to get yeah. to Newark. Yep. And then, uh, you know, Sunday morning wasn't too bad. Like, I woke up at, like, 9 or something, uh, but I was in I'm at Cam's place. Cam lives, like, in the middle of the suburbs, in the middle of nowhere. Ooh. The next thing you know, I'm on, like, a bus going back, like, uh, into the city. <laughs> um, then I slept, like, two hours, got on a plane uh, Monday morning. Boom. Called, called, checked in yesterday, of course, from the airport. And uh, then we did game time decisions um, yesterday. And then I hit the wall after the fact. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's you like, need a vacation from the weekend is what you need. Yeah, it was like uh, like Kramer once said. Like, uh, I remember, like, Kramer was staying with Jerry. He said, all right, we got to – I'm going to bed now. He's like, it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> he says, you can't, you can't uh, argue with the body. It's an argument you won't win. <laughs> like, so true. Like, I'm pretty hardcore, but I was done last night. Like, my voice yeah. was shot. Um, I was like, all right, non Nonstop man, I, for like 72 hours. You were, I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really let it hang out, too, in the studio, man. Some real uh, pristine screaming. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's going to be ready soon. Real yep. soon, like June 1st. All right, morning after. Bob Nightingale beat Annapolis probably with the Raptors, Bucks, Warriors dominate the world and more. Boom. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network I'm Gable Morenci Manhattan, New York City Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida Bob Nightingale uh, will join us later. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. We got uh, Pete Annapolis on the radar. Uh, talk some NBA. We have the Raptors and the Bucks uh, back at it tonight. Another uh, monster critical game for the Toronto Raptors. Um, and uh, we'll see who else uh, shows up uh, this morning uh, with us. So the Golden State Warriors booked their ticket to their uh, fifth consecutive NBA Finals. And uh, poor Rodney Hood has been a victim uh, to this. Um, for the last three <laughs> consecutive seasons, mm. kind of like it's just like what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like this guy, like so, 2017, Rodney Hood was on the Utah Jazz, swept by the Golden State Warriors. See ya. 2018, he's on the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, goes to the finals, swept by the Golden State Warriors. Bye. This year, he's on the uh, the Portland Trailblazers, swept by. You guessed it. The Golden mm-hmm. State uh, Warriors, I don't know, man. If you can't beat him, join him, man. Like, he mm. should just sign, like, a, you know, hey, $800,000 yep. deal and just, you know, get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> I think Portland is the third year right now in a row that Portland's gotten bounced by Golden State. And, you know, Cleveland knows what that feels like. Houston knows what that feels like. It seems those three teams know what it's like to have to go up against this dynasty. Yeah, they're, um, man. You know, it's it is very Chicago Bull like where you just know they're like, yeah yeah they're gonna win the game, yeah they're they're gonna win the game but they're the first team ever to come back um, three straight games down 15 or more points 
Yep. And that's the thing. Like, normally you're up by 15. It's like, all right, guys, you got a 15-point lead. But these guys, they hit a couple of threes, bam, bam. Next thing you know, it's nine. Boom. Next thing you know, it's six. And and when they're down by six, they might as well be up by six. It's like they, mm-hmm. they know. It reminds it's it's hard to explain sort of when people talk about that championship pedigree. And it sort of sounds cliche. Oh, they have the pedigree. And Kerr brought it up. Draymond brought it up. Curry's brought it up. Uh, the Raptor players have brought it up about uh, about Kawhi Leonard. But I remember like Derek Jeter, like he might, Derek Jeter's a horrible owner, uh, but <laughs> we know that. Um, I remember yeah. like, remember when the Yankees used to win all the time? I remember like sometimes they'd be down like 4 nothing in the seventh inning and stuff. And mm-hmm. it showed like the Yankees dugout. And like Jeter just looked like they were up 4 nothing. Like he was just always so calm, like, yeah, hey, don't worry, we're going to win. We got mm-hmm. this going, we're going to win. Curry has that sort of same type of aura about him. Jordan, I guess it's just the great ones that refuse to lose no matter the situation. And that's that's really it, isn't it? It's you know we we often say it about the thing that's made the Patriots as good as they have been for as long as they have refuse to lose is that refuse to lose, but also that that continuity, that consistency among the teammates, among the coaches, among, you know, I don't think enough credit, like you said, is due to not only the system, but the role players. Everybody understands what their role is, what their job is, and everybody, when called on, goes out and executes. And it's been like that now for, what, five years? It's the same every year. So, you know, consistency wins, not a head coach every two years, not this, not it. Consistency ultimately wins. It's amazing. It's very similar to the Patriots in which I think about it. I'm like, wow. I mean, hell, I was at the Super Bowl that Tom Brady beat Jake DeLome. Mm. What the hell is Jake DeLome right now? Like probably killing ducks on a farm or something. You know? Applebee's, like, I think. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's watching Duck Dynasty and shooting things in the woods. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tom Brady's getting ready for another season. Yep. Tom Brady beat uh, Kurt Warner in a Super Bowl. Kurt Warner's got grayer hair than Anderson Cooper. Like, yeah, right yeah, now. You know terrible. what I'm saying? Like, you think about, like, Donovan McNabb, he beat. He just mm-hmm. beat Jared Goff in a Super Bowl. Guy's yep. been in the league for three years only. So it, it hasn't been that long for the Warriors, but there's been a lot of good teams that have sort of come and gone and given their best to these guys, too. Yeah. Yet they're just, they're just better. And it's amazing, too. They've done it with different uh, role players. I don't know how you feel, where you stand on it. We've talked about this, talked about this with coaches, in which a lot of people think, well, anybody can coach this team. And I know that Luke Walton was successful uh, with it when Kerr was out, but, you know, Steve Kerr was doing the practices still then, Joe, if you remember. That's correct. Like, he was there. It wasn't like Steve Kerr wasn't there. He was there. He was there in the room. He was the one talking to them in the morning. He was the one saying, this is the plan. Walton, like, managed the game after, right? Not to take anything away from Luke Walton, but... No. Like, Steve Kerr, like, don't think that, all Steve Kerr didn't do anything then. And I've always felt, dude, that it's harder to manage a baseball team or a a team full of egos and -hmm. superstars. Yep. People think, oh, whatever, you just have to show up and don't do anything. It's like, are you kidding me, man? You got to deal with Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, Kevin freaking Durant... Steph Curry, like, it's not easy dealing with mega, mega, mega superstars and keeping everybody happy, keeping everybody on the same page. It's it's a difficult task, and Curry's done a great job. Uh, he really has done a great job of doing it. Like, not anybody could just, 
you know, he's the perfect coach for the perfect team. Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. the perfect fit, these guys together. Yeah, and listen, he he had to earn that respect from these guys, and I thought it was it was very telling last night when that final timeout before um, they had an opportunity, Portland inbounding and get one final shot. He's there with the clipboard, and he's in front of Draymond, he's in front of uh, Steph, and and everybody was glued to what he was saying. It wasn't one of these where they're you know they're <laughs> off wandering. They actually were all glued to what he was saying on that board, and. You earn that, and I think it's right. Perfect coach at the perfect time, but he's a guy with the rings, guys. He, not only the Bulls, but the Spurs under Popovich. Like this is a winner who created a winning atmosphere, a winning culture with a bunch of guys that know how to win when their backs are up against the wall, and they're playing like their backs are. You wouldn't have known the way they played last night that they were up three games to none. Like you would have thought that at some point they were doing everything they possibly could in order to be able to survive and and last. Like they were almost going to get eliminated. That's how they played. The sense of urgency with them is amazing, but they never seem to sweat. They just seem to know, yeah, we'll be there in the end. Don't you worry about it. You guys have some fun. We'll be there in the end. And uh, uh, Steve Kerr, five-time NBA champion um, as a player. Yeah. Exactly. As a player, five-time uh, champion, that NBA three-point uh, shootout champion once at, uh, at the All-Star game. Yep. Wasn't a bad college player either, right? Second-team All-American, third-team All-American, uh, second, uh, two-time first-team uh, All-Pac-10. Mm-hmm. He's number 25, retired uh, by the University of Arizona. Um, as a coach, uh, now a three-time champion, fifth consecutive NBA Finals, so he's three and one. Uh, any NBA Finals a head coach, NBA Coach of the Year 2016. Um, resume speaks for itself uh, right there. So, so in other words, he's got eight rings. Exactly. He's got eight. And the, so he got one it. more this year. Let's just give them the trophy right now, Joe. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. I'm a hardcore Raptor fan. We might come back and beat the Bucks, but <laughs> can't beat these guys. The Warriors. That's a different like, who, animal. Who man. am I it's kidding? Like, who am I animal. kidding? So. Yep. Give them the damn trophy right now. That's nine. And then that's the motivation, isn't it? Shoot for 10. Yep. 10 freaking rings. And, you know, I, uh, that, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing that's so hard, isn't it, Joe? You've been around sports a long time. You've seen it. It's hard to stay hungry. Oh. Even guys that win and win, they get tired of winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or it's yep. like, yeah, whatever. I've already won three, man. You know what I'm saying? And I got a mistress. I'm getting divorced. And I got, I got a radio and TV show now. Like, you know what I'm yep. saying? Or like LeBron. Yep. Yeah, whatever, guys. I just kind of deal with HBO, whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, like they correct. get to us. Like even LeBron, he doesn't have that edge now, Joe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Money, women, success, whatever. The fact that these guys are still just like bitch ass hungry like this, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and they know how Draymond to... like likes he acts like he's never won before, right? When he's going for a loose ball, that's like hairs on fire every time. Like this, it's like oh guys, it's, everything's like do or die. It's amazing to me with these guys the motivation to stay hungry. But I do Belichick think, and Brady, same thing once again. Same situation. They they strive. They they are driven by championships and winning, and they don't care about anything else. And when you get a group of guys like that together, good things will happen, man, in any form of life. I like what Clay Thompson said after the game last night, too. He said, they said, well, an unbelievable run, five straight years going to the finals. He said, it hasn't been five straight years. It's been one big year. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 
So uh, we'll get into that and the psychology of that after. Yep. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Morning After Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iHeartRadio, tune in. Sports byline, everything else in between. We appreciate you joining us. I'm Gabriel Moretzi in New York. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Golden State Warriors are going to either be um, in the Midwest uh, or the Northeast. Um, either the Toronto Raptors or the Milwaukee Bucks uh, will take on the Golden State Warriors after the Warriors outlast uh, the Portland Trailblazers uh, once again. Yet it's not like the Blazers didn't uh, give it their best shot. As this is what's amazing, man. The Golden State Warriors trailed for more minutes in this series than they actually led. 
They trailed for 101 minutes. Um, they only led 83 minutes. They were outscored by 23 points in the first half across the series. Portland was a nice first-half play uh, in this uh, series. Meanwhile, they outscored Portland by 61 in the second half and uh, with overtimes uh, combined. Uh, that That's amazing, isn't it, that... That's like that's what's got to be frustrating for Portland. That they led by 15 freaking points in three of the four games, and end up getting swept when it's all said and done. Like you know, what what are you gonna do? You can't really do anymore. And you know, it's not like they they got production when Miles Leonard goes off, man, and they get production from some other players. They're just not as deep and. It, it, it's very difficult. We talked about Steve Kerr and what a great job that he does. But a lot of championship te- or a lot of like teams that aren't even championship teams, you'll hear, like I said the other day on a show, Joe, I said, you know, the Raptors need like a Bradley Beal or a Kemba Walker type. Just a guy that, can, you know, is going to give you like insta points. And people are like, well, they already have Kyle Lowry. We're going to have this and that. It's like, yeah, well, the Warriors already had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, but they brought in Kevin Durant after Right? The New England Patriots, and, you know, we keep comparing the two, but look at the New England Patriots. Last year, they draft Sonny Michel. He's a success. He looks good, Joe. What do they do this year? They turn around, they draft the Damian Harris kid out of Alabama. You know, because you can never have too many good running backs. And, hey, just to let Sonny Michel know, hey, you know, you've got to work hard every year. It's not like you're just going to be our running back for the next three, four years. They never let complacently, uh, complacency set in. And, their deepness helped, but it's hard to have superstar players that will always play together and not want to leave and, and stuff. Everyone's going to want to be the man. But, you know, you got Draymond Green, you got Klay Thompson, you got Steph Curry. So if one of them is off, they can still win a game. If Kawhi Leonard is off, the Raptors are screwed. If the Greek freak can't score, the Bucks are screwed. They're not just one player dependent, the Golden State Warriors. Damian Lillard uh, at the Portland Trailblazers. It's great. Exactly. It's and, you know, and CJ McCollum, like, one guy can only do so much. Two guys can only do so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look, Kyle Lowry can go off for 30 and and, and Kawhi Leonard, but if uh, the other stiffs on the Raptors score six points and nine points, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's you know, you have Thompson, you've got Curry, you've got Green, and then you got these guys. Who the hell is McKinney? Like, <laughs> Apparently, they pull these like, guys out of the G League and stop. All right, kid, you're starting. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he he sat on the bench or wasn't eligible to play in more games than he actually played here this year. But when called upon, what a shock! You know, when you're in that system and in the gym, surrounded by a bunch of guys that are all on the same page, been there, done that, you buy in. Um, guess what? When your number is called, you go out there and you perform. You know, you don't take unnecessary shots. You do exactly what you practice in the gym all the time. It's a, it's amazing. Practice makes perfect. Well, you know, surround yourself with a bunch of guys that have been there and done that. Act like you've been there and done that. Know your role. And then that's exactly what you are, the New England Patriots. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, it's a good point that you raised, too, about not taking unnecessary shots. C.J. McCollum brought that up after. He said they're so difficult because they don't take bad shots. They're not going to shoot themselves. And they're, they're constantly passing and looking for that open shot. Yet, a lot of this is mental too, right? And, and most of it's psychological and mental. But it's about that knowing how to play at that speed. 
And when I say play at a high speed, it doesn't mean playing like Loyola Marymount used to. <laughs> and yeah, oh, no, no. It's like, no, yeah. you, you better shoot the ball within five seconds of the shot clock. Yeah. Like, yeah. They used to have a deal there. They'd get mad. Like, the coach would get mad if they didn't shoot, like, right away. Hurry up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm not talking about, you know, shoot quick, but they play fast. They think fast. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for you to to concentrate and think that fast for 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be able to do it. Like, it was a good example of the Raptors in game one against the Bucks. Man, they played good. They played like perfect basketball, Joe. They were a step ahead, sharp, cut, move, pick and roll, shoot, no, pass. It was like every button they hit perfectly. But it's a lot like a UFC fighter that comes out and fights at this crazy tempo for the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. And then by the fifth round, his hands are hanging. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they can't not. keep that tempo going, right? Yep. The Warriors know. They're a lot like Floyd Mayweather. Like, you know, how we can compare all these great ones. Yep. Notice Mayweather, Joe. He would always be, wow, this is it. That's Floyd Mayweather when you watch him in the first three, four rounds. You just sort of go through the motions and, and you know, you're coming at him. And people are like, oh, look, man, Connor landed a shot. Or Canelo landed a shot. And he gives you this little bit of false hope. And then when you're starting to tire a little bit in the sixth round because you've been coming at him and he's been just you've been swinging at air the whole time, yeah. then he just raises it up a notch. And by the time it's the ninth and the ten, you're done. Yeah, right? and, like he saves it. And it's case in point with the Warriors. The Warriors know it doesn't matter. Unless you're a better that's betting on the first half of the game, they don't care whether they're leading at the half or not. Not interested. They're, that's not their game plan. Their game plan is to, and they kept doing it, just hang around long enough to be able to wear out the other team, to be able to give themselves an opportunity. And then once the blood is in the water, they pounce and they smell it. They they go, okay, now we've got them on the ropes. And it's exactly what they did. They didn't need to lead that game last night for any portion other than the final 60 seconds. And they played like that. They didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to play from in front. They were perfectly content being like that horse right off the lead, right? Coming around the turn. Going, okay, you done yet? All right, good. Let's kick it into another gear. And, you know, they close, and then next thing you know, you're like, what just passed me? Oh, that's the Warriors. Bye-bye. Enjoy your offseason. Kerr's got more rings than Jordan. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, hey, Mike, then now Mike's trying to run run that team. It's amazing that, you know, he wouldn't want him as, as his uh, head coach. But no, some people don't know this story. Some people do. I don't think younger people do. It's not talked about very often um, now by the media or by Steve Kerr all that much. But Steve Kerr's uh, father was actually murdered Yeah. Um, in the 80s uh, by an Islamic uh, jihad, uh, the Shahia the Lebanese militia. Um, so his father was a professor at American University in Beirut. And was like shot and stuff like publicly and, you know, like they stormed the storm to school type of thing. Uh, real, real tragic. Uh, when he was he was young, he was uh, he was 18 years, 18 years old when this happened. Mm-hmm. And he was playing at the University of, uh, of Arizona. And this is, you know, it's crazy, man. When um, right after it happened, the first time they were playing against Arizona State, real classy. Arizona State fans chanted PLO at him. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, your father's history. Mm. I hope those people that did that, like right now, are like destitute, 
all mm-hmm. pilled up, like sitting in a park somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like wherever you are, like that, that'll stay with you forever. And think, Steve Kerr's got on to like an ultra successful life and is known as one of the most likable guys in the NBA. Nobody dislikes Steve Kerr. And, you know, you get this type of stuff and, um, you know, that, that stuff will change you forever, man. You know what I mean? Big time. That yep, stuff will time. change you forever. You notice Steve Kerr's a little bit, like, uh, reserved, or he's a little bit standoffish a little bit. And mm-hmm. if, you, if people wonder why, you know, this goes back uh, a ways a little bit. But, um, like I said, the guy's had a uh, – he's had a you – know, that's that's a tough situation to deal with as a kid. And for him to go on to be the successful player in the NBA that he was, and then a great analyst, he's good, very good on TV, too. Yep. And then uh, and now the success as a head coach, a hard guy not to respect. No, you, you got to love him from where he's been and, and what he's come and, and, and what he's done with this team. A lot of guys would have screwed up this situation and he hasn't. You know, he's actually elevated this team and been a part of it. And he's a big part of it. Yeah, he's not playing. But, you know, part of being a great coach, what makes Popovich so good and Phil Jackson so good wasn't because they were great on the clipboard, the X's and O's. It's because they understood Pat Riley. They understood how to push the buttons of these athletes, these professional, the best the world has ever seen athletes. They know how to push the buttons to motivate to get them to be the best. That's what makes them the best coaches. And that's not easy to do, man. It's just not easy to do with multi-trillionaire professional athletes to get them to no, know that them. Make, that make like... 10 to 15 to exactly. 20 times to 50 times more money. You make exactly. Like, honestly, like if you're, even if you're a star, you're right. And a coach is talking, you're thinking, whatever, dude. Yeah. I make, I make $42 million so a year. Hard. You make six, like whatever. <laughs> yep. It's so hard to do, but that's what made them great. That's what makes them great is that ability to be able to get the best out of these professional athletes. No, you're right. You're right. And you know, we'll get into, uh, all right. Are you happy Oakland? Is that enough praise? Can't say we didn't just like, uh, you know, we just didn't gush over the Warriors enough there. Um, But very similar situation with the Toronto Raptors in which they are feeding off of Kawhi Leonard's uh, championship pedigree. Yep. And the Raptors have said this continuously about during the Philadelphia series. Kawhi told them before, during and after games, it's good. Don't worry, we're good. And we're like, after when they were down 0-2, even a bunch of fake Raptor fans, and I know who you are, you're all fake. Um, they were down 0-2, everybody jumped off the bandwagon, and the media's all depressed in the room after and Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's locker. They're like, Kawhi, where do you guys go from here? He goes, I don't know, game three's in Toronto, so I'm going to Toronto from here. Uh, Toronto's good, yep. Yeah, so... And I guess during the huddle the other night, he told them a couple of times, calm down, we're good, we're good. Yeah. And you believe him. Yep. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Maurice Allen 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017 World Number One Me personally I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. So the Warriors swept the Blazers last night, of course, becoming the first team to reach five straight NBA finals since Bill Russell's Celtics some 53 years ago. Do you have a NBA future bet in? Well, how about you go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open up a points bet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID. You'll end up getting two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, this is really cool. PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So, for example, if you're laying three with the Giants, but they cover the spread by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. So cool. Just head over to PointsBet.com forward slash GRID. Enter the promo code GRID. And get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Uh, great uh, bonuses uh, over there. Some mm-hmm. little, uh, some lightning action. Some some risk-free uh, lightning uh, action. Lightning gambling can get you in a lot of trouble. But if, if they're offering you the promo, uh, then Uh-oh. you might as well take it. Because it, uh, the risk is all on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Golden State Warriors uh, have advanced without Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant is starting to get a little bit cranky online about this because of all the talk. And uh, it's funny. So it started with Seth Curry. 
Not Steph, but Seth. Uh, Seth Curry says uh, about the Warriors, they move around faster when Kevin Durant's not there. They're definitely not a better team without him, but they are harder to guard. Mm. Which I find kind of strange. I don't see how they're harder to guard, but I kind of... But, pot shot number one. (laughs) Yep. Um... And a bunch of fans are going off and stuff. And um, Kevin Durant like jumped in on their on their little uh, discussion because Chris Broussard said, if the Warriors win a title, well, Kevin Durant does that diminish his two rings? Mm. Wow. And Chris Broussard says Kevin Durant's worst nightmare is coming true. Um, players around the league are telling me to put an asterisk around Kevin Durant's two championships. Now, let me ask you, Joe, do you really believe that any player in the NBA told Chris freaking Broussard, of all people, that they're going to put an asterisk next to Kevin Durant and the championships Mm -hmm. when every damn player in the NBA would tell you Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA right now? Yeah, yeah, no. This is Broussard just talking smack, man. Of course. Looking for clicks, likes. Players around the league are telling me to put an asterisk next to it. Are you asking me? Mm. Really? Oh, yeah, the MVP in the last two NBA finals? Exactly. It's all about clicks and views and, hey, look at me. Broussard's an and, idiot. Let's just call it out for what it is. And he got exactly what he wanted because he was hoping to he get got a got a reaction from Kevin Durant. You're right. Makes him look go. important with his bosses. That's it. There you go. Now turn into my show. That's how it works today. Kevin Durant Great. actually did respond to that. He goes, I see a little exaggeration there, buddy. My yeah. worst nightmare? You sure that that's the worst that I can get? Mm-hmm. Um... And then you know this who's is not what, saying it is the team is saying all the right things. These guys, we need them back. We can't win without, you know, they're doing and saying all the right things, even though they're hearing he's out recruiting guys to go to New York. I mean, you know, they're hearing that, but they're still saying we still need Kevin Durant. So because that's the organization they are. And a fan jumped in and said to Kevin Durant, calm down. We know you're sensitive. <laughs> okay. And he responds to the fan, you're right. Let me chill before my sensitivity flares up. You're the real one. <laughs> it is bizarre. I don't know. Like, I give him credit, at least that he's... There's a lot Consistent. of people read these things and pretend, oh, I don't I don't know what's on social media. But they read it, but they don't... They, they, you know? Kevin Durant used to, like, just have burner accounts and respond to this stuff. <laughs> That's right. Like, he'd jump in and start arguing. They're, they're nothing without Kevin Durant, right? Like, mm-hmm. the big thing was with his burner account that made him look really bad was Russell Westbrook, like, really sucked in the playoffs. It wasn't this year, but Westbrook had a couple of bad games. And somebody tweeted out some, like, you know, bad stats about Westbrook. And an anonymous Twitter person, like, was retweeting it and stuff and did LOL Westbrook. Turned out it was Durant. Oops. So, yeah, Durant accidentally, like, you know, people connected the dots and realized this is him. <laughs> and then they look back and they're like, he's been trolling Westbrook all year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a random fan would sort of jump in on Westbrook bashing all the time online. <laughs> That's so, him. It's always been him. So we know that Kevin Durant is on his phone monitoring Twitter about him. He is. Mm. So he jumps in with this chick again. You know, calm down. We know you're sensitive. He goes, yeah, yeah, let me chill out. You're the real one. Um, yeah, it's so stupid and it's so petty, but I wonder if he's going to play. Do you think he'll play again? You and I both sort of knew. I remember when Steve Kerr, too, they were lying. 
Of course. They were blatantly lying. They, the ESPN, and I swear, I remember one of our guests brought this up. It was Whale Capper on Game Time Decisions. And he goes, I don't know why Woj, uh, Wojanowski is. Whose who's bag he's carrying here on this one? Because you and I had the doctor on. Mm-hmm. And he told us, this guy will be lucky to be back for the NBA Finals. He's probably done for six weeks. Yep. And I remember the next day, Woj said, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's nothing serious. Day by day. Steve Kerr, remember, said, oh, it's very positive. You know, he's going to be back. You know, it's no, no positive. Mm. Yeah, I know they swept them, so it was only four games, but, and now they'll get a little bit more time. Yet I still think this injury, it's not like he's even practicing. It's like, you know, it's like this injury isn't, he's not, I don't, doesn't seem to be close to be coming back. And all this talk about we don't need him, and he's watching him, and he's watching everyone on the team being happy without him and stuff. He might be thinking, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, I mean, we out. <laughs> like, Man, yeah, I, I can't, it's weird. You can't not bring him back. I saw Bruce Bowen, Joe, and sorry, I'll throw it to you here, but I saw Bruce Bowen say it's going to be awkward when he comes back even right now. Like, there's a weird little thing that they've moved on without him. Plus, it's a serious injury that he's coming back from. They don't know, like, how healthy he's actually going to be. Like, it's not he's got a plant. He's got a turn. He's got a post. All which goes through the calf, Joe, right? Of course, exactly. So, you know, what do you think? Do you think he's going to be back for the finals? No, I don't think him or Boogie are coming back. I think this is strictly a pipe dream, which is what drives me crazy about the NBA. Their whole, you know, as better as Gabe, don't you think we should have known that maybe Damian Lillard had a cracked rib? Don't you think that it should have been information we knew, um, you know, outside of, oh, I don't know, just learning it before game four? We should have known that game three, and yet we've been sold the same bag of goods here. Like, they'll be back, they'll be back. They're not coming back. And even if he was healthy enough to come back, what purpose of if you're Kevin Durant, I'm not coming back if I'm healthy enough until they lose a game. Then I'll step in and be Superman. Why would I want to come in and risk, okay, I'm back, and then we lose with me when you had won without me? Like, he's kind of in that. He can't win no matter what when he comes back. Yeah, I mean, wait till they lose. If you're healthy enough, wait till they lose and then be like, all right, guys, I'm I'm good. I can come back. He doesn't come back. They win without him. Oh, yeah. Look, well, Broussard, yeah. oh, asterisks and players are saying. He's still getting a ring. He comes back, they win. They were winning without you anyways. Yeah. He comes back, they lose. Ah, oh, they were winning when you weren't there. Mm-hmm. People just want to hate for the sake of hating. It's hard to hate on Kevin Durant, though, in his game. Like, this is the crazy part about it. But yeah, this yeah. this sort of elephant is in the room, Joe. Well, let's say it's it's Toronto, right? Let's say they lose the first game to Toronto. Now, if you're Kevin Durant, you're healthy enough to come back. Does it make any sense to come back for game one? Or do you want to wait and see what happens game one? Because if Toronto beats you, then you go, all right, guys, I'm ready. Let me come back. Now you change the narrative. If if they end up winning, I don't see how there's any point in him coming back until they lose. I don't see what, what benefit it is to him from that perspective for them to come back. It's very Zion-ish almost, isn't it? It um, is. Yeah, it okay, is. it's like... He's not Zion Williamson, but he's a free agent, bro. It's on the verge of signing a $250 million contract. Yeah. He's injured. They, you know, you know, you know Curry's happier without him there and stuff. Like, so he knows it. He knows, he knows the real deal behind the scenes. And, you know, is he gonna risk injury, you know, before when he has everything on the table right now? There's a lot, there's a lot in the air here. And speaking of Zion Williamson, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but pretty interesting. And 
It's about Anthony Davis. Mm. And so get this, guys. Zion Williamson... (laughs) Zion Williamson was talking about how he signs autographs for everybody. Right. And he said, I always sign for everybody. He said, if you wait and get an autograph for me, I'm going to sign it. And he said that when I was a kid in high school... He said, I looked up to um, to players, and, you know, I wanted to be like them. He said, I wanted to be like Anthony Davis. I wanted to mm. be like John Wall. He said, I was I was a kid, and I uh, Anthony Davis and John Wall both blew him off for autographs. Uh-huh. And he said, Anthony Davis specifically, he said, <laughs> Anthony Davis stiffed me for an autograph and stiffed a bunch of other kids, and everyone was really upset and sad mm. after and he goes, I said to myself, I'll never do that if I'm in that position. I'm never going to do what he did. And he said, yeah, Anthony Davis and John Wall. <laughs> and here they are now. I like it, Joe. Yeah. Zion saying, you know what? I'm not betting over for this AD dude or anything. My yeah, team boy. now, it's my city now. Aren't you mm-hmm. supposed to be leaving? This, yep. is, this is him. Like, what a way for Zion, huh? Yeah, yeah, Anthony Dude. Davis stiffed me for, as a kid for an autograph, and I've never forgotten about it. Dude. He could have he left his name out and just said. Yeah, said all the uh, players, yeah. Yeah, or just said John Wall. I mean, you could have left him out, of, but you purposely threw his name out there. So kudos to you, man. Getting off on the right foot already. I love it. <laughs> He's basically going, yeah, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out there, Anthony, all right? It's my team now. You know what that is, too? Total message to the Pelicans. Absolutely. One million percent message to the Pelicans right now. I'm in. Hey, by yeah. the way, you better deal with this thing before I get here. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been pretty quiet about this, Joe. Yep. You and I both know he was unhappy when that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, you know, he, he put the face, the smile on. They got him out of the room after. But word was he was in love with, with the idea of being the next Patrick Ewing and the Knicks and stuff. Like he, you know what I mean, New York and Kevin Durant and oh my God, like he was, he liked it. But people close to him after, they were saying that he was, he was down with Phoenix or Chicago too. Mm. You know, you're the next Michael Jordan, you're Chicago, right? Or Phoenix. You're with Booker, you're with Aiden, nice weather. You know, but he never even contemplated New Orleans. It caught him off guard a little bit, but he doesn't want to be part of this Anthony Davis circus. AD, uh, after, right after, did the first shot and said, doesn't matter, they got Zion. I want to be traded anyways. There you go. So trade him. And like yep. you said, don't let the door hit you on the way out, AD. That's it. Bye-bye. <laughs> I've lost a lot of respect for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Bye-bye. He shows up with that That's All Folks t-shirt um, yeah. at the end there, and he's not playing, and he goes, oh, it was laid out for me. What the hell does that mean, it was laid out for you? Yeah, doesn't matter where he goes. He's only going to get hurt anyway and miss 30 games. I mean, come on. Well, how many times we got to see this same story? Like, it's the same old. It's over and over and over and over again. I, I wouldn't want him. He's not an alpha. Like, he's he, you have to pair him up with an alpha. He's a lot like Kyrie. Kyrie's a 1A. Uh, you know, Anthony Davis is not a guy that's going to that's going to transform an organization. It's he needs somebody else like Kyrie Irving. Uh, so I, I don't know how many more alphas are out there that you can pair him up with. That's the Kyrie Irving. You just you just sort of stated it. The two one A's. Okay, congratulations. So Let me know how that works. Knicks, if you're the New York Knicks, do you want do you want to keep the third pick? Would you rather get R.J. Barrett 
or give up the third pick and have to give up some of your like recent picks and players and everything because the Pelicans aren't going to trade Anthony Davis simply for the third pick. No. Like, you're going to have to throw in Knox. You're going to have to throw in another pick and you know, next year's pick, etc. I mean, look at the look at the package they already turned down for the Lakers before for this, right? Right. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, we'll hit this on the other side. Uh, what what Ranieri thinks? If you're the Knicks, would you rather keep it a third pick or would you rather Anthony Davis on your team? Yep. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Suspect's getting pretty worked up there. Yeah, really? Almost. So, yeah, so it was the Game of Thrones. 
Um, I'm not worried about any spoilers. It's been a couple of days now, so what happened? I don't watch the show, but just tell me, like, uh, so I threw a dart out there. I didn't I, I actually bet it, but I said the first one to die during the, um, the uh, finale would be uh, Sansa Stark, I believe the name is. She's the, yes. queen, she's the queen of the North. Did she die? No. 14 to no. 1 for a reason. She, she is mm-hmm. the queen. All right. I said that there was no way in hell that that Daenerys chick would be the first one to die. She wasn't, right? She was the last one to die. So they killed her off. They the last one, huh? That must have been, like, uh, hurtful. Not really. No, you didn't like her? She became, uh, she turned heel. <laughs> oh, well, it starts to right. So what was the what was the reaction? Like, was there, like, a thumbs up or a thumbs down to the finale? I think most social media is a significant thumbs down. Uh, yeah, but you guys were crying all year about it, right? No, the writing I, and... I, I think it depends. Like, what I was crying about all year is just that they changed what the show was. Like, the pacing of the show just, I told Joe yesterday, really, got sped up. None of it made any sense, Gabe. It wasn't flowing, man. They just they threw it all together at the uh, at the very end, no rhyme or reason. Well, for the love of God, they left a Starbucks cup on the table, Joe. And a water bottle last night. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, wow, and a Not water it. bottle. Sloppy. Yeah. Starbucks, I thought, was maybe an inside joke and get a little publicity out of it. A water bottle isn't an inside joke. Like, wow, like, yeah, they, I they just got sloppy. They're tired after all these years, but... Um, it was over. That that's that. It's all over but the crying, Joe. That's it. They all, knew it was done. All, all over but the crying. On to the next, gentlemen. On to the next. Yeah. So um. So what happened in the end? Who's the new leader and all that? Uh, the new leader is. The midget guy, the short guy. No, he he's close to the leader. He's like second in command. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, he, he, he's second him. in command. What was his name? Uh, he, his uh, name was Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion. The Tyrion, lead, yeah. The, the leader is a kid in a wheelchair at the moment. Professor um, like oh, Xavier. Oh, oh. Did they have wheelchairs back then? No, that's the funny part. Oh. I was wondering oh. about that. Yeah. Oh. Real technological advances. Sort of reminds me of, like, the bit in The Simpsons when Buddy's playing, like, Sasquatch. They're like, hold on, Bob, yeah. I can see your watch. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like... What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, level two. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown Manhattan. Throw it down uh, with uh, Joe Ranieri in Miami of Florida. Talk some NBA basketball. Uh, hour one just uh, flew by. We talked a lot about the Golden State Warriors. We'll get into this Milwaukee Buck and uh, Toronto Raptor game, actually. Uh, the Raptors are going to be in tough, obviously, because the Bucks still have home court advantage in this series. Yet, it's a massive, massive game tonight. They can even things up, and I want to see if the Raptors can win tonight. How uh, the Milwaukee Bucks deal with a little pressure. Getting hot here, like Nelly stated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys are, you know, suddenly they'd be tied at two, and they haven't had much adversity in the playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks. But it's going to be especially tough because nobody is as lethal as the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Joe, off of a loss, man, in the NBA. They only lost back-to-back games once this year. Yeah. 21 and one, guys. The Milwaukee Bucks are 21 and one straight up, uh, coming off a loss. Yeah. Um, how are they against the point spread? 18 and four. Now they're actually two and a half point favorites uh, tonight. So sort of just you know win the game, cover the number for the most part. But last night it was two and a half in uh, in Golden State and ended up winning by the money line. But it's going to be a fun game uh, tonight. 
you know, and I heard you talking about this uh, in the past, uh, Joe. And I agree with you. It's funny because during the regular season, we often complain, scoff, mock. Uh, you know, people in the NBA with the old, the rest, the load management and all that other mm. stuff. Yep. And people get mad and they're like, I paid money to see Kawhi Leonard. Like, you know, I, I'm a Raptor season ticket holder and, you know, the guy misses 21 games. Or, you know, I pay money to see, you know, I pay money to see, uh, you know, Damian Lillard, et cetera. And, you know, now imagine if the Raptors didn't rest Kawhi Leonard for 21 games this year. Yeah, and he and he, he didn't just play sixty games, like and and Whale Capper's a really smart guy. He brought this up about one of the reasons why Kawhi Leonard was so good in the first couple of rounds ahead of everybody is because he was a little bit more arrested than they were. Yep. Right, and you saw like Dame a little crack rib out of gas, man. The tank runs dry. These guys carry these teams all year long. Mm-hmm. Grinding of the NBA isn't easy, man. A physical no, sport, guys. On your knees, your body, your mind. That's what makes the Warriors so incredible. Again, they play so many games. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. If you want to get back into shape, get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I 
couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Morning After continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Morenci in New York. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Seems to be a lot of stuff uh, going on in Las Vegas, Nevada, over the last uh, couple of days, including the EDC, um, the uh, Electric Daisy Carnival, I believe that it is. Oh, my word. And, um, oh. yeah, the EDC is quite the, uh, quite the spectacle, actually. It is quite the event, my friend. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never been into one. I don't think I'd be able to take it, to be honest. I'd have to be blindfolded. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's over the top, basically. Like, yeah, I lived in Las Vegas. I remember once, Joe. I walked. I was, uh, <laughs> I literally yeah. nearly dropped my beer. I walked out of a store in Vegas, and just like dum dum, I walk out of a store like on a Saturday. And I sort of looked beside me, and basically there was, like, 12 girls in, like, sparkles, bikinis, high heels, like, uh, like, I literally, like, nearly dropped, like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I look over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and let's just say they were very friendly, too, right? They all yeah. hopped up on Molly, right? So they're, like, oh, yeah. they're dancing yeah. in the park, like, there were nearly car crashes on the strip, bro. And you, you're used yeah. to everything in Vegas. Like, people were like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it was, yeah. like, traffic had stopped. People were, like, walking into the store in the parking lot, like, oh, my God. And then, like, that was just the first of, like, um, you know, many. Yeah, it's over the top. It's basically, it's like a big rave sort of, you know. It's ultra, for those of you on the East Coast, is basically, it's like a roaming ultra that goes around the world there. It goes to Vegas, goes to Mexico. It's it's all, there's a cruise. There's an actual EDC cruise, Electric Daisy Carnival cruise. It's you know, it's uh, it's house music, it's it's trap, it's trance, it's uh, it's give me another Molly, give me a treat, a hug. Yeah, so. Oh my, oh my God, the light, it's so beautiful. Yeah, so so basically, exactly, it's a bunch of half naked people humping each other. Exactly. All hopped up, smoking weed, and uh, hopped up on uh, on ecstasy. Yep. yep. That is, unless your name is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. 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 Poor dude. Then. Uh, <laughs> He just got caught up in the moment. Prisoner in a moment. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know how you end up getting into a fight with your girlfriend at one of these things. Like, this is, like, <laughs> it's almost the equivalent of, like, basically getting into a domestic dispute at Woodstock in 1969. <laughs> yeah. With peace, love, and happiness. Yeah, everyone's exactly. like, hey, peace, yeah. love, man. And basically there you are arguing with a girl. You need more Molly, not less. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Elliot should probably, you know, do something. Probably help him out yeah. a little bit. But yep, this guy's just a moron and an idiot, right? I mean, oh. I mean, so he didn't hit. He got into it with a girl. I guess the girl he's seeing. I don't know, whatever. Um, he didn't hit her, but he blocked her from leaving. He was blocking her. And people, like, you could see them arguing. Security came over and said, hey, chill out. Uh, he shoved a security guard into a rail. He's very lucky he didn't get arrested. 
Like, very lucky he didn't get arrested for pushing the guy into the rail. He was detained by security after, did not get arrested. They didn't press charges. Yet, we all know that Roger Goodell, he's the real judge, jury, and executioner when it comes to the National Football League. And I'd be curious to know if there was, like, a zero-tolerance policy or anything uh, with with Elliott after the fact. Because, you know, he's a repeat, uh, repeat offender here, right? Yeah. And the thing is, you can say, well, you know, wrong place, wrong time. And he always seems to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, though, this guy. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It doesn't seem to learn. I mean, just another another outstanding citizen at Urban Meyer has um, taught to be a good young man. <laughs> it's another Urban Meyer. Like, great, great, uh, great job, Urban. Love the way you brought that back around. But not for nothing. We're using the word security guard loosely here. The guy was like a buck 30 soaking wet with like a security jacket on. So you're saying you know, he, here's, here's he was sort Kelly, of bumped like and two, he fell He kind of like leaned on him and the guy fell over. I'm like, what is this? That's, that's not security. He's probably thinking lawsuit too. That, that guy is like, whoa. Exactly. Wait. Yeah. I mean, he looked more stumbled drunk and just kind of <laughs> leaned on the guy and the guy fell down. He like, he flopped. I'm like, come on. That's so, not security. I didn't realize you're you're Ezekiel Elliott's attorney this morning. So yeah, you. No, uh, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm like, come I like, on. Well, I'm you know what his attorney said? 30. He said uh, overzealous security guards overreacted to a situation. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It, it, you know, he just kind of looked like the stumbling fool. You know, that was just kind of like what, what, what. Yeah. I don't think anything will happen to him with the NFL. No, no. Yeah, he better stay out of trouble for the rest of the summer. Yeah, like, you know, dude, he get won't, some backstage but... passes, hang out backstage, like stay away from people. Yeah, like uh, I said it. I said it. I told the story the other day. I said this. I was in an Uber coming back from the sports book, and the Ubers always are listening to like, um, you know, Charlemagne the God and Hot 107, and you know all that type of stuff. And I heard an ad for a show, and it was basically like the. New York's ultimate summer music festival, Migos, T-Pain, and all these the new acts and stuff. And I told the Uber driver, I said, oh, yeah, that'll end well. Never does. <laughs> so I, said, I said, oh, yeah, that'll end well. And I just sort of had a vision of watching the news on June 2nd and oh, yeah, 37 arrests at MetLife and, you know, someone's going to get shot in the parking lot. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just thinking, I thought to myself, I was like, man, if you're the Giants or the Jets, like, you know, like, get your players a suite. Keep them out of the crowd and, and all this type of stuff. And these music festivals for athletes, it doesn't end well for some reason. They're idiots. No. You know, Josh Jackson, uh, the Phoenix Suns, the guy doesn't have a backstage pass. They won't let him in. He tries to sneak in backstage. Uh, he ends up, like, uh, resisting arrest and stuff, running away from the cops in handcuffs from a golf cart. Classic. Absolutely like, classic. Dude, like, yes. you just whatever bro like move on <laughs> in, a, in a fenced in area which he had no way to go <laughs> which is the best part in handcuffs. Like, takes, <laughs> in handcuffs who's like any six nine it's not yeah. like you can hide <laughs> yeah. uh, the logic and even elliot like you know you know elliot when you're in public people are filming you everywhere bro always exactly yeah i mean if you're gonna argue and argue in your hotel room like I, I don't know like these guys are so ridiculously stupid but uh, like I said, so all that's going down. That was at the EDC in Vegas. And um, sports better, Vegas Dave. Oh, this tool bag. Yeah, it's a three-year sports book ban. You <laughs> <laughs> don't like it, you're a sports better, but you're banned. It's like, well, yeah, you're banned from actually betting. 
That's like being a stockbroker and you're not allowed on Wall Street. Street. (laughs) Come on, dude. And you people are buying. You're you're selling stock, but then there's a thing. Yeah, he's not allowed on. He's not allowed within a block of the NASDAQ or the exchange. (laughs) Sounds like like somebody I want to do business with. The sports better. Vegas Dave gets three-year sports book, Ben. Uh, prominent sports uh, better. Vegas Dave, known in gambling circles as Vegas Dave, must stay out of the Las Vegas sports books for three years. Yeah. But guilty in federal court to misdemeanor in January. Took uh, social media after walking out of the Lloyd George U.S. courthouse with his attorneys. And, you know, I don't know the guy. You know, he's obviously become successful with his boiler room tactics. But it's hard to like a guy that's walking around with a silver Gucci bag. Amen. Thank you very much. Who is, you know, who's lucky he's not doing 45 years and who should probably be doing time in jail and not just uh, and not just community service. But, you know, you're in the business and you've just been banned three years from the one place you need to be in your business. So what does that tell you about him? Uh, He was charged uh, with using other people's Social Security numbers. Yeah. Like fraud. Yeah. To open up. (laughs) Yeah. To open up. um open up players' accounts at uh, different casinos. Uh, transactions amounted to $1.2 million. He agreed to relinquish uh, $550,000 hmm. in a related civil for, uh, forfeiture. So, I don't know, maybe he lost a house or something along the way here. Uh, but, yeah, instead of being humble on the way out, then he takes a picture outside the courthouse with a bag of money. Yeah. And his 23rd game of the year this week he uh he also wanted you to know would be sent out later oh the 23rd game, <laughs> game <laughs> this week this week yeah the game of the, the game of the year is pretty much every day then isn't yeah. it like, game of the year the and what was the it was a it was a thousand unit game of the year is on the way to the clients guys yeah i was i saw him pimping a video and he wanted i one of his game of the years it was like 1500 bucks he wanted for the one pick so it's $1,500, and I was thinking, anyone that bets that type of money wouldn't buy your pick, and anyone that you would be able to fool and trick doesn't bet that much money. I don't really understand the angle. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. Game four tonight here, people. Uh, Toronto is going to be the site as they try to even up their series against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll dive into that, of course, uh, here on the morning after Fantasy Sports, the radio network. And uh, actually pretty excited, too, uh, now that uh, the Golden State Warriors get to go home. They get to relax a little bit. And I know Gabe talked about, uh, you know, here we got adversity for the first time with this Milwaukee Bucks team. And I know they're... They're 101, uh, I think, what are they? The numbers he gave us uh, compare what they are off a loss all year. Congratulations. It's exactly the reason why I don't trust the Milwaukee Bucks tonight because I do think experience matters, and I do think what we've witnessed with the Golden State Warriors is how much experience matters. This is the first time all year, to me, this Milwaukee Bucks team has been pushed to the point of, there's some adversity now. What happens if, you know, Giannis comes out and he's one of his first eight, turns the ball over three times again? What happens if Middleton is nowhere to be found? What happens if Bledsoe's not shooting? You know, all of a sudden that starts to pile up. The pressure starts to get there. Don't forget this Toronto team's got a bunch of people who have been there, done that. They have the experience. Milwaukee doesn't. Toronto's at home. I'm going to be very interested to see how this game plays out. Because if they don't come out swinging, if Toronto comes out and punches them right in the face, you know, Giannis got real small in that last game, guys. I don't know if you guys noticed that. He was nowhere to be found. Uh, The minute he realized he wasn't shooting well and nobody else was, he became very timid. So I'm going to be very interested to see how that works with him, Gus. I can tell you, I don't trust him. And I got give me the points. I I'm going to wait until it gets up to three and a half, four points. Give me Toronto all night because I don't trust. I don't trust Milwaukee. But let's check in with Gabe here. Let's see who he's yelling at to get off his damn lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. Well, it's appropriate that Joe is talking about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors because I want to talk about Toronto Raptors 
fans. And I use that term uh, loosely. Now, first off, I want to talk about the real Toronto Raptor fan base. We the North, uh, baby. I want to talk about the diehards um, from the teenagers from Scarborough to fans around the world from China to Brazil that I was hanging out with uh, the other night um, outside the arena. There is a loyal and the most culturally diverse fan base of the uh, of the Toronto Raptors. You know, on Sunday night, man, it started to it was pouring rain for a while. There were thousands of people outside watching on a screen, enthusiastic. Uh, but there's also tens and tens of other thousands of people um, in Canada and in the NBA circles that, for one reason or another, like to watch the Toronto Raptors fail. And I've said this time and time again. You know, Kyle Lowry has the second best plus minus of any player in the NBA playoffs this year. And, you know, for people that are unaware, plus minus is like the most important key. You can look at box scores all you want. How does the team do when this guy's on the court? All right? He's got the second best plus minus. You can talk all you want about Kawhi Leonard. All right? Kawhi Leonard's been awesome. The Toronto Raptors aren't still playing basketball right now if it's not for Kyle Lowry. You know, this guy's the smallest guy on the floor. He's coming up with key rebounds. He's taking charges, uh, big-time assists, hitting key threes at critical times. And at the end of the night, oh, look, at he only has nine points. Oh, Kyle Lowry sucks. No, you suck. His life's better than you, and he's better than you, and he'll always be better than you. Um, but there's just like this, this quick need to pounce all the time whenever the Raptors lose. And I've noticed in Canada, when the Raptors win, when Kawhi Leonard hits a dramatic shot on a Sunday night, to beat the Philadelphia 76ers, they're Canada's team. When they lose, they lose the first two games against the Milwaukee Bucks, they're Toronto's team. Oh, you know what? Stay away. For all you fake-ass bandwagon fans, go take a bath with a toaster, all right? Take a warm bath with a warm toaster. Plug it in and shut the hell up. Get the hell out of my life. Get the hell out of the Raptors' life. They don't need you. They don't want you. There's a loyal fan base of Raptor Nation. It's been through the ups and downs with this team, and we'll still be with them, win or lose, after tonight. And this is factual. The tickets went down like 50 bucks after they lost the first two games. Jurassic Park wasn't as crazy as it used to be, or as it has been uh, at times. I get it, the weather wasn't great, but nevertheless, there was a little bit of a, a, a sort of a cloud over the over the Raptors in this series because I know, I know, teams never lose the first two games on the road against the number one seed in the freaking NBA, right? I mean, come on, man. A series doesn't start until somebody loses on their home court or, you you know, so somebody breaks serve. Now, I'll tell you, it's going to be dangerous. The uh, Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the NBA for a reason and the best team in the NBA coming off a loss. Uh, but Toronto Raptors getting points for the first time all year long as home underdogs, and the Toronto Raptors with the uh, the belief and the true love of their real fans and the motivation to prove all you hate fake-ass uh, fans wrong once again. As I stated, no matter what happens in this series from here on out, as, uh, as a Raptor fan, I'm proud of the team. They've shown a ton of heart. I wish Danny Green would make a freaking shot. I wish Van Fleet would be playing better. But when it's all said and done, man, these guys are giving it their all. They're laying it on the line. And you know what? There's only three teams left playing basketball right now in the league, guys. The Toronto Raptors are one of them. So for all you haters, suck it and get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. 
Yeah, yeah, Gabe, you know, I feel for you, brother, and it's, uh, unless you have, you know, being a lifelong Jet fan, being a lifelong Bill fan, living here in South Florida, man, I am in Fairweather Fan Central here, where they love the team when they're good, but when the team is not good or not living up, they suck, and they're... And it absolutely drives you crazy because you yeah. know you know inside, Gabe, all right, you know how you bleed Buffalo blue, man. Like, you know, I bleed green and there isn't anything we wouldn't do. You wouldn't you would do anything for the Toronto Raptors to win. And then you watch these guys who sit there, A, they're front row, they're getting the tickets. And they're only fans when it's convenient for them to be fans. And then all of a sudden, they got something bad to say. And they criticize. Exactly. It's like somebody criticizing a a relative. You're allowed to criticize your brother or sister. But, you know, it's like, guys, you're not even around. You know Jack Squat. Now you're criticizing these guys. At least know their names. You you know, (laughs) not asking for much. Like, you know, know that Kyle Lowry's first name is Kyle, not like that Lowry guy. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, come on. They you know, turn on what... them so quickly, Joe. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And that's why know... I got mad respect here when I see Buffalo Bills fans go to Dolphin Games, Jet fan. Like, these guys wait all year to go bleed for their team, man. And unfortunately, you know, they're probably stuck outside in the cold up there in Toronto. The diehards all year long yeah, exactly. can't get anywhere in there. Well, you you look and really, the best fans in sports usually are not for the best teams. Exactly. <laughs> Like, the New England Patriot fans aren't the best fans in sports. When they suck, the stadium was half empty. Like, look at highlights from old-school NFL films days and stuff. I know, I'm a Bills fan. Joe's a Jet fan. Stadium wasn't hard going into Fox, but it was half empty. The most famous moment was they had a guy on a day pass outside of jail that uh, plowed some snow for them to kick a field goal. See a lot of um, Andre Tippett jerseys around, do you? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Steve Grogan? Yeah, Come right. <laughs> Come on now. You know what I mean? Tony Eason? <laughs> like you know, like the Patriots, like they weren't popular, and and now they're good. They they sell out. Yeah, Seattle Seahawks. They call mm-hmm. out Seahawks fan, but I guess it's fitting to call the twelfth man because they've been diehard since two thousand twelve. I guess. <laughs> Touche, man. You know what I mean? Go. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cam's a real Seahawk fan. Like Cam goes back to Zorn and you know and and Largent and these guys Cortez Kennedy. And you know, yeah, that's a fan. And then that's you have these new fan. school Seattle people. I'm like, where the hell have you guys been your whole life? When suddenly they're all trendy, right? Because you guys are good. Yep. Oh, see, how how will you do after when Russell Wilson? I want to see Brady too. When Brady's gone, I see how how they do. And I like to see all you fake Patriot fans, Joe, not from Boston and stuff. Let's see if you guys are still fans after the fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least you and I know, hey, I've been a Bills fan through all this. Whether they're good, whether they're bad, I don't I don't jump teams. I've never been a jumper over the years. Never been a jumper, but there's something about the Raptors, too. Like, there's, I think people, for some reason, too, there's, like, people that, like, tweet me because they like to upset me. Oh, the Raptors lost or whatever. And there's just a lot of haters out there. But you see it with Kyle Lowry a lot, specifically. DeMar DeRozan used to get a lot of the hate all the time. And it's funny, like, even in Toronto, like, if the Raptors lose, it's like, oh, they just can't win. They're chokers. They can't win the playoffs. Yet, if Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs walks down the street, people would, even though he's rich, they would they would give them money and say, sleep with my daughter, please, Mr. Matthews. You're the greatest. Yeah. Yet, <laughs> the Maple Leafs haven't won a playoff series since 2004. Right. Yet, when their players go out, they're heroes. You guys are great. You'll get them next year. 
The Raptors actually were in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago with two wins. They were two wins away from the NBA Finals. They lost to LeBron. Oh, you know what I mean? Terrible. They lost to LeBron. Yet somehow they're big choking losers, Joe. Like I don't. It's yeah. a double standard with them for some reason. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's whatever's convenient at the moment. I mean, nobody gave the uh, Toronto was after they lost the first two games, right? The, the, uh, the whole, um, the whole theme was they're going to get swept. Then when they won game three, well, they're going to lose game four. Like, all right. So like, what point does it turn around? Like, so no matter what, they're right. Lose, that, people right? always move the goalpost on them. Right. Exactly. After I man, I heard when they were down two one. you remember they were down two one to Philly and they got smoked in game three. Oh. Exactly. They lost by 28. No one can score. Kawhi Leonard's tired. Ha, ha, ha. My Twitter blew up. They're done. They come back. They beat Philly. Instead of people saying, you know what? Hey, hell of a comeback. You guys are going to get swept to Milwaukee. And I, I, it doesn't matter. I guarantee you. Milwaukee, if Raptors come back, win this series. I'll get a million tweets telling me about how the Raptors have no chance against the Warriors. Right? People are just jackasses. That's it. Keep kicking it down the road. Yeah, they're jackass. Like you said, man, you're getting points tonight with the Raptors. Joe, it's the first time all year they've been home underdogs. Exactly. They've been home underdogs like all year. Yep. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't get this number. Me neither. We'll hit this and more. Morning after continues. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. 
Visit today. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. I'm not sure if you guys have been riding Tommy LaStella, former Cub, now current uh, Anaheim Angel, Los Angeles Angel. Well, if you haven't in MLB DFS, uh, you guys, you're missing out because after years of sitting on the bench in that Cubs dugout, he's been getting a chance to play full time for the Angels. And with another three for four night last night, he's been helping you guys get paid nightly. So let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. We want you to become the eighth DailyRoto.com lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, or simply become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars utilizing DailyRoto.com. So if you're playing MLB DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, guys, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY, get a 10% discount, get the lineup alerts, the projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and then most importantly, the use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in DFS winnings. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, only at DailyRoto.com, guys. Use the promo code FNTSY. Get that 10% discount today. Joe Ranieri in Miami, uh, Florida. I'm Gabe Morenzi, Midtown Manhattan, uh, New York uh, City. Um, so Portland uh, done. Golden State now await the winner of Milwaukee and Toronto. And you know, it's funny, Joe, if you think, you know, what, what do people think about Canada? You know, maple syrup, beer, politeness, right? <laughs> like, A? They're, they're exactly. And the word A, <laughs> which is actually not really true. No, it's not. <laughs> like, it's Bob and move. Doug, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take off, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's great stuff, though. They're all Bob and Doug. Classic. Do, 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 do. I can't do it. Uh, my voice is shut. Um. Yeah, so people know Canada very polite and stuff. Very similar about the Midwest, you know? Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Midwest kindness, so to speak. They have Southern hospitality, but people in the Midwest pride themselves on being friendly. They're actually not, though, to be honest. As this started off, I was going to be complimentary, Joe, but I'm realizing they're really not. <laughs> <laughs> bout face, bout face. Right, I'm a Michigan fan. Like I've been to Detroit. They're not overly friendly. <laughs> like, you know no. I mean? <laughs> no, they are. The Rust Belt is Green, not friendly. Green Bay Packer fans aren't friendly at all, actually. New, new, They're actually kind of like obnoxious. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, what they are, like people sort of thinking like that Fargo sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's playing into the series as well. Like this, the, the smack talk is really getting out of control. I was surprised to see this, Joe. It's both Toronto and Milwaukee. They're both pretty, like, Kawhi doesn't talk smack. Greek Freak's a class act. Like, there's not a lot of smack talk, so I'm surprised to see that they're going back and forth now. 
You know what they're going back and forth about, Joe? Oh, no. Got the best pancakes? Which team is playing worse? Uh, uh, Yeah. And and you know what? But they think they are. Like, Milwaukee says, oh, we're playing terrible in this series. We just can't get it going. And Toronto's like, no, no, no. We're playing worse than you guys are. Like, we're... This is the old Canadian standoff. It's known in Canada. No, you go first. No, I insist. You go first. Yes. No, <laughs> like you. I've actually seen this in Canada. Where, like, they hold the door. It's like, no, nah, you go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Yeah, it's a lot easier just here in New York. No one's holding the door in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just hurry up, bro. Like, I don't care who holds it. Get the hell out of my way. But yep. this is the old Canadian standoff. It's like, no, 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 we're playing worse. No, 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 no. They, they, they say they're playing. No, no, we're playing much worse than they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah, no. Hold it. Hold the elevator door. No, no, no. It's all right. No, you go. No, Yeah, I'll yeah, go. no. It's one of those type yeah. of deals. You go first. No, no. Like. Well, and you know what? They're both right, though, because you both played like crap. <laughs> it ain't pretty. <laughs> yeah, it ain't pretty. It's the, some of the worst. And, you know, you watch Golden State and Portland last night score, what, 71 in the first half? And you're like, ah, oh, there you go. That's what we're used to. And then you watch these guys wear airballing free throws. And I'm like, I can't watch this. This is it hurts my it hurts my skin. Put it, put it in context. How about this, Joe? I saw a stat last night or it was two or whatever. It was, I think it was Saturday night. So it wasn't last. It was Saturday. Night I saw this stat. Um, so I don't know if he missed a free throw in the fourth quarter, but basically Steph Curry had made on Saturday night at the end of the game, I believe it was 70 consecutive fourth quarter free throws. Okay. In the playoffs. He missed one last night. Oh, did he finally miss last night? Really? He finally missed. And he laughed the entire day. It was at the end of the game. There was about a minute left and he, and he did. And he laughed. Like he would, the smile on his face was hysterical. So yeah, that was the first. So get this. That's the first time, guys, that he missed one free throw in the fourth quarter of a playoff game since 2015. <laughs> so he went four years yeah. without missing a free throw in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Pascal Siakam, Joe, can ice the damn game. <laughs> that poor kid. Make uh, yeah. one of them. Yeah. Frick. Yeah. Giannis. The Frick. Same yeah. I'd be putting Giannis on the line. I'd play as a strategy, Joe. Put him on the line, bro. He's 50%. Absolutely. All of them. Put him All on the line. Them. Yep. Yep. Like, don't just let him come in and dunk. You're better off fouling him. You really are. Yeah. Remember Shaq was a liability. Remember that? Remember how Shaq yeah. was a liability? Hack a Shaq. Yeah. These guys are a liability right now. Not being able to hit free throws there is ridiculous. Wow. At the pressure. Yeah. and But like you said, just the smoothness of the West. It's sort of always been that way. You know, it's weird, too. And it translates into the NHL, too, Joe. Yeah. It really does. Like, you watch NHL Eastern Conference hockey. It's terrible. It's just, like, plotting. It's clunky. And, it's clunky. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I you agree. watch the West. It's the dudes are bigger. They're faster. Mm-hmm. There's more goals. It's just more entertaining. It's It I just agree. is. You know, I don't know what how to explain it, Joe. It's weird. Like, Western Conference sports are more entertaining somehow. Yeah, better more finesse. I don't want to say, but except, it's a little more finesse. except in college, because I'm just stating the Western Cup for Western Pac-12 hasn't won jack ever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like a team and you know March Madness, a team hasn't won a national championship since like Arizona, like 20 years ago, whatever. Right. Well, we see the Pac-12 as a weak conference uh, you know, on the outside looking in when it comes to college football playoff. But I'm talking about pro sports. NBA Western Conference is much better. NHL, Western Conference is much better. It just is. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Dominating is, is what it is. And you usually have these teams that dominate from those conference. And that's where you usually, I can't remember the last Eastern conference dynasty that we've had outside. Was it the bulls was bulls, the last yep. one. That was it. So it's been that long. I mean, I mean, Miami there for the stretch, but they, you know, they won two out of four. Uh, but other than that, it's been the West, uh, it's been the West between the Lakers and, and now golden state and San Antonio. Yeah, I like thinking, you know, NBA All-Star Game. It's always the West. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ooh, look at that roster, right? Yep, yep. And what do we hear? Oh, LeBron doesn't want to go to the West. Yeah, it's it's no comparison. Like, put it this way. Like, guys, the San Antonio Spurs are an eight seed in the West. Right, right. LaMarcus Aldridge and Marcus Rowe, both of them had good years. Scored 25 points a game. They won, like, 49 games or something, Joe. Barely got in. The American League in baseball, too, I think, has gotten. It was. It it is. Right. It's strange, the American League, because I've always thought National League baseball is better, but you can't dispute the better players in the American League. Yes. But look at the American League this year. I think there's five teams that are above 500 only. It's strange. It's really shaping up to be weird. But I guess, yeah, let's look up the American, let's see the American League over the last few years and like who's won more titles. Forget about all-star games, but World Series championships, but... Yeah, you're right. So I'm looking here at the, the finals. Astros, right? Astros, Red Sox. There's no, I'm looking at the NBA here now, too. You're right. There hasn't really been a dice. You had the Miami Heat. They won twice. Eh, yeah, the Pistons. No one's ever really you know gone on those runs, really. The Pistons in the late 80s and then the Bulls. The Celtics. You know, But generally, you're right. It's been a Western Conference yeah, Western Conference dominated league uh, yeah. for for the most part. Pre LeBron, I mean, outside you know, LeBron kind of took the East, but he wasn't able to finish it. He'd always come out of the East, but he wasn't able to finish it. But a handful of times, but the most of the championships are coming. Dallas, San Antonio. But listen all to this, Joe. All it tells you too is just how limited success is in the NBA for anybody. Mm. The Boston Celtics have won 17 titles. The Lakers have won 16 titles. Hmm. Philadelphia, San Francisco slash Golden State Warriors. Uh, that's the, the chain of this team. Overall, six. Chicago Bulls, six. San Antonio Spurs, five. Philadelphia hmm. 76ers slash Syracuse Nationals, three. Uh, Detroit Pistons, three. Miami Heat, three. Knicks, two. Rockets, two. Cavs, one. Uh, St. Louis won, Portland won, Milwaukee won, all like a long time ago. But like basically, you know, like in the NFL, there's only a few teams that never been to a Super Bowl. Like Detroit's never been to right. a Super Bowl. Jacksonville's never been to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right. Cleveland's never been to a Super Bowl. You know, you look at the the, the NBA, you know what I mean? Like the Pacers have never won. The Magic have never won. The Nets have never won. The Jazz have never won. Phoenix have never won. You can go down to the Raptors have never won. Like, there's a lot of teams. The Memphis Grizzlies, like, there's very few teams that have actually have been successful in the NBA. I think it's just the one problem, Joe, um, that, you know, and it's tough because we're talking about old, you know, expansion cities and stuff. But I did this before. I think 12 teams have won NBA championships, Joe, in like the last 50 years. That's crazy. Like, that's not a, you know what I mean? It's, that's not exactly. What's the opposite of parody? <laughs> no, it's not. You're right. Exactly. Success breeds success. That's it. I mean, you know, look at the last 10 years. Warriors, Warriors, 
Cavs, Warriors, Spurs, Heat, Mavericks, Lakers, Spurs. It's basically, you know, it is a little bit anticlimactic, but there's there's some fresh blood coming. And they all have that same thing in, in, in common, though, that that stability factor, whether it be with the front office, ownership, coaching, uh, a couple of star players who are willing to take less to stay and bring other people. I mean, it's always the same thing. It amazes me. It's like, yes, those same 12 franchises have figured out what other people have been. I, I don't know what they what they're thinking, but the blueprint is there, guys. Stability works in professional sports. The more you have of it, you throw in a couple of stars that you get at a young age and they grow with you and you've got yourself a championship caliber team. You're right. And that's what I look. Um, well, that's what I look and I think about with the New York Jets. And you see yeah. everything that's going on right now with your Jets, uh, Joe. And I think to myself, well. What does it matter if you're a player? All right, there's palace intrigue going on now. What does affect? How does this affect you as a player? You still need to go out there and make a tackle. You still need to catch the football, etc. But I think that's sort of that's wishful thinking, isn't it? Because as you stated, of course. what organization, Joe, in any business is successful if at the top they're clueless? <laughs> I was, I was thinking about that, right? <laughs> like you said, there's stability at the top that trickles down. It's not the other way around. It's mm-hmm. not like, all right, you know what? We got the best damn water boy in the business. <laughs> yeah. Like this exactly. water guy is the best. And, man, he's a yeah. team guy. And, man, he picks up towels and he's great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's the GM? What about the owner? What's the commitment? What's the plan? Thank you. Yeah. How right? are the scouts? Like, <laughs> so I'm wondering about this, and when we speak when we speak to Michigan, we'll talk about that. That I wonder, like, if you're a player, you can say, "Man, we still have to make plays, guys. Forget about all this." But it's hard to like work for a company or a team, etc., if you know that it's a circus above you. Of course. Like, doesn't it start at the top, Joe? At any, I, I gave again, not even sports in life. Name me a business, guys, that that isn't. A Fortune 500 company that isn't truly successful, even a local mom and pop, that it doesn't have the stability from the top all the way down to the guy who cleans the dishes or mops the floor. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah, because if an employee, you're right. If an employee shows up on time every day, nine to five, all right, he's there at nine, mopping the floor, whatever. He's just mopping the floor. He's not running the business. So somebody better be making good decisions still. Your workers are showing up, right? Yep. And and, And then if the employees lose faith, in management gone and a team loses faith in management or have a new boss that they think is an idiot i.e adam gase oh yeah <laughs> we could have a problem so want to fly somewhere looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets then call that's right call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals fly domestically and save up to 75 percent you can even fly internationally and save even more yes fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets we'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels rental cars even complete travel packages so don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on u.s and international airline tickets and hotels call right now for prices so low they can't be published 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Morning after continues Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All right, show this phone by. Business going to pick up in the 11 o'clock hour. We got Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Uh, Coach Nick, B-Ball Breakdown will join us. Uh, I'm not sure. Are you going to Are you going to be hanging around, uh, Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna hang around. And uh, oh, by the way, what did we just say? Stability. Um, Patriots finalizing multi-year extension for Julian Edelman. He will oh, be yeah. there for life. There you go. Yeah, see, talking about the starting at the top, and and it does, it does affect players. Players do know about management. There's, you know, the trickle down effect, and we want to talk about a lack of stability. We haven't even gotten into this, and I wasn't here yesterday. Holy crap! How about the L.A. Lakers, guys? Oh, oh. magic! Wow, <laughs> yeah. it's the gift that keeps giving. And LeBron go like LeBron, even LeBron. I don't never feel sorry for LeBron, but it's almost now where I'm like, if I'm LeBron, I'm like, dear God, like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> it's one of these deals too where they're all sort of right in a way, but man, and this is a mess. And the thing is, it's to me, it's comical, Joe. Comical. When like we just talk about this, that you hear rumors, oh, Kawhi Leonard's gonna go to LA Lakers. Oh, yeah. Like, Joe, you look at Kawhi Leonard. He's everything that we're just talking about. Stable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wants stability. Winning. No drama. Like, the L.A. Lakers are 
everything he stands against, actually. And then they're like, oh, he's going to go to the Clippers for sure. Why? So he could be alone and not win (laughs) in a Western Conference? Well, because he could be in L.A.? Like, I, you know, the logic, it, dude, it, speaking of Laker rumors, a great one. I saw one yesterday. The Lakers are getting Kyle Lowry because I'm sure they, they, you know, I'm sure right after Absolutely. game three of over double overtime, Lowry was talking with the Lakers, Joe, right? Mm, yes, because who doesn't want to go and play for, you know, Jason Kidd? I mean, I'm sorry, not Jason Kidd. Yeah, Vogel. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, you're right, too. It's like, well, how long is Vogel here until he gets for Kidd? Yeah. And how long is mm-hmm. Kidd? And is LeBron... Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, there's the rumor out of Philly that they're trying to pawn Ben Simmons off to the Lakers for LeBron James. Like, Yeah. yeah the misinformation is just amazing. And and I don't know if you talked about it uh, earlier either, but w- why are you apologizing Ben Roethlisberger? Like, why why are you even bothering with yeah, him? Yeah, I, I would be moving on. He's in the country with a five-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Last night, you find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, level three continues. Morning after, I'm Gabriel Renzi, Midtown, Manhattan, Jordan areas in Miami, Florida. Bob Nightingale is going to join us USA Today. We'll talk some baseball. Coach Nick will join us. We'll talk some basketball. Beatballbreakdown.com, uh, the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, looking for a new coach after John Beeline surprised everybody and took the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, head coaching position in the NBA. Uh, Jawan Howard will be interviewing tomorrow in Ann Arbor. Uh, Ed Cooley, Providence Friar head coach, is uh, interviewing today. Uh, Jawan Howard has the um, the history and the connections, of course, uh, with Michigan as a member of the Fab Five, and a member that I might add, actually, that pretty much got out of this unscathed, I should note. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. And Joe, like, you know, if you notice in the, in, in the ESPN 30 for 30 and the sort of after effects, Chris Webber was the one that was sort of, you know, stained by this the most. That everyone sort of knew you got, he got the most money. And... Chris Webber was there, and then you had the Chris Webber and testifying and the FBI stuff. And and if you look back on this, it's actually pretty crazy, Joe, that Chris Webber lied to the feds, actually. Yes, he did. Pretty ballsy. Like, he actually lied under oath, Webber. Yep. Like, he, yep. he was not snitching. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Nope. And it's weird because Jalen Rose said after that he was mad that Chris Webber said that he didn't even know Ed Martin. Yeah. He said, I barely knew him. I met him, like, in social settings and basketball. And Weber, uh, Jalen said, I was really upset that you could do that because he was like a father to you. And I, I love Jalen, but I'm thinking, Joe, Jalen, would you prefer the opposite? Did he admit that he gave him all the money? Exactly. How's he doing him any favors there? Yeah. How does that work out? How like does he's that saying out? no. He didn't No, He didn't give me money. I don't know him. And they were like, are you sure, Chris? Yes. I'm. Are you sure? Like, he's freaking lucky he got off, man. Like. In hindsight, 
<laughs> like, look, Martha Stewart went to jail for lying to them. Cohen went to jail. You know what I'm saying? Different like, era. Yeah, it was a different right. era. And you know what saved Weber is Ed Martin died. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Time that's, is everything. Yeah, like, yep. well, I'm not, it's not, we're not laughing about it, but the guy that was at the center of this died, and it's impossible to prove things because the guy was dead. Yep. Hard to be a witness. Morning After continues. Hire Jawan Howard. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use indeed to hire post your job at indeed.com slash hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits hi i'm keith urban i believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education music education programs in our schools help kids learn socialize gain confidence and stay in school but they need your help to survive mr holland's opus foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play with your help we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Morning after continues. I'm Gabriel Moretzi. Throw it down with Joe Ranieri. Bob Nightingale will join us. USA Today baseball columnist. We'll talk some baseball. Coach Nick, b-ball breakdown from Los Angeles. Big mess uh, going on with the uh, the Los Angeles uh, Lakers uh, right now. As evidently word out of Los Angeles is that 
Kurt Rambis's wife, Joe, is actually one of the um, lead advisors going on right now with Jeannie Buss. And, of yeah. course, so Magic Johnson did an interview yesterday, I believe it was, in which he called Rob Polinka a backstabber, the general manager of the L.A. Lakers, who incidentally was also part of that 5-5 basketball team. Um, never really played much, but he was part of the team. Uh, he was also Kobe Bryant's agent. Mm-hmm. So he called uh, he called him a backstabber. Very, you know, not a pretty situation going on here. And there's like turmoil from behind the scenes that and mistrust that Magic, I think Bus thinks and everyone else thought Magic was really just angling to buy the Lakers. Mm. That he wants to be the owner of the Lakers, essentially. Right? So, I don't know. There's a weird dynamic going on here. But, I mean, wasn't things supposed to be, like, all positive and good when they got LeBron James? And it was the start of something great and stuff. But they fired their coach. Magic Johnson's gone. And you and I have been talking a lot about stability on the program today. There is no stability here right now. Yeah, you've got Vogel. You've got Kidd as the coach. But it's pretty much a circus, and all this is happening right now pretty much at the worst time when you're trying to impress free agents, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, these yeah. guys, they're all getting mass contracts anyway, so they can really they really do pick where they want to go. Yep. And they can say, well, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got to deal with LeBron and the circus of LeBron, and now who knows what's going on with Jeannie Buss. Seems pretty disorganized there, guys. I don't want any part of that. Um. It- we talk about it. Stability starts at the top, and I tell you, the Lakers' top uh, seems to have no head right now. No. And, and, you know, I think it's important, too, for people to understand what the past relationship between w- what Magic was to, you know, Mr. Bust there. Uh, those two guys back in the day, they had a really close relationship, not only as the, you know, as the owner and the player and the prize, uh, the franchise guy, but they were both playboys at a time there in L.A. These guys hung out off court. They were they were really, really buddy, buddy. They were really, really close. And you're right. The idea that, you know, the but maybe, uh, you know, Dr. Buss said, listen, I want this to be your team one day. Uh, Magic has always dreamed of, of being exactly that, Dr. Jerry Buss and, and being the owner of the Lakers. But he certainly wasn't interested in putting the time in necessary. He just, no. you know, like everything else, Magic's like, I'll just slide into here, you know, and uh, everything will be but good But it seems to go. like they didn't know their roles there, Joe. No, they did Because didn't. you got Palenko's the did. GM. But right. from the interview, it seems to me like Magic even said yesterday, I realized I didn't have as much juice as I thought I did. Like, basically, so Magic was going in there and saying things, and they were mm-hmm. sort of just looking at him like, yeah, whatever, Magic. Yeah. And he thought that Palinka was undermining him, but Palinka's the general manager, right? So it doesn't sound like anyone's role was properly defined before, Joe. Yeah, well, and whose fault is that, Magic? I mean, that just tells me, and all he was or doing that falls to me was, on Jeannie Buss too. That she doesn't say, "Listen, this is the this is the the direct line of order here." Yeah, and, and but Magic also, listen, what are you taking that job if you don't understand exactly what's going on? I I think Magic took that job thinking this was he was going to be able to be Magic. He was still going to yeah. go to the movies on Sunday, and he was going to have all these other interests. And you know, he's Magic, and he and, wasn't there often. You're right. He no, didn't put that, a lot of work into no. the Lakers. 
No, but no, you know, at the same time, he's been getting hammered. His reputation, which means a lot to him, his brand. Nobody else has been standing up for magic. So I think he basically went on air yesterday to say, hey, guys, you know, this is what was, you know, somebody tell my side of the story. I'll tell my side of the story here because it's not what you guys think it is. Because to this point, he's really been getting crushed and nobody's ever come to his defense. But he's not really a victim either. It's right. kind of one of these weird deals where I like to say two things can be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Palinka might not be a good guy. He might be a backstabber and he might be one of those types. He probably is if he climbed the ladder, right, to get to where he did. Um, I think it's no secret that Magic wasn't around much. He owns the Dodgers. He's got business purposes, like you said. I think he just liked being there and sort of in in name only. And I'm Magic Johnson. I'm, you know, I am the Lakers, so to speak. I see, like, everybody's point here, but then you got LeBron in this, who's been pretty freaking quiet out of all of this. Yeah. He hasn't said anything, which you got to believe he's thinking, oh, God, like, this is even crazier and crazier than we thought. And don't forget, LeBron James and Magic Johnson, LeBron James wants to be Magic Johnson. Uh, Yeah. So now you just got rid of the guy or the guy that's there. Like, put it this way. Who does LeBron James have more respect for? Magic mm. Johnson, who's a billionaire and that's one of the greatest players of all time and owns a Pepsi bottling plant, a movie theater chain, and et cetera. Or Rob Polinka, who is a backup on the Fab Five, became Kobe Bryant's agent and somehow hustled his way into becoming a Lakers GM, John. Yeah. Who yeah. do you think Magic has or LeBron respects more? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now... Yeah. You know that LeBron's still going to be talking to Magic, even though Magic's not there. Mm-hmm. And, like, over LePlinka, like, there's some that's some weird dynamic stuff. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to try to convince a bunch of free agents to come sign here with you now. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because you also have, you still got, uh, don't forget who Jeannie is married to there. You've got the Zen master behind there in her ear. And, and you got Kurt Rambis yeah, and his I, wife. Yeah, you got Kurt Rambis and his ride. You know, I think Magic really, and Magic's on record saying, listen, Dr. Jerry Buss, who was a, a major role model in Magic's life, he was a father figure to this guy. He said, you know, he wants Jeannie and I to run the Lakers. I mean, he has said this multiple times over the years, and, and he really, he was expecting to come in and puppy dogs, rainbows, here I am, Jeannie and I, and and there were other things at work and at play, and to Rob Palinka's credit, Listen, Rob Plinka was coming into the office going, oh, Magic's not here again. I mean, Rob understood that, hey, you can't do this job part time. Like, dude, you've got to be you want to be the face of this organization. You've got to be here. But Magic wants to be everyone's friend. Magic's Magic's not willing to make the tough decisions. Magic wants everyone to love him. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily work out in that position. We'll see what happens now with uh, with free agency uh, with the Lakers and who actually wants to. uh Play. Who wants to deal with this guy now? Like, seriously, yeah, who wants to play? Way, not a good look for Rob Palenka because if, in fact, you were bad-mouthing Magic to people behind Magic's back, you think players don't realize that? Like, who the hell is going to want to trust you and do business? Because it's Magic it's Magic Johnson, dude. Like, you, you're telling Magic's people. It's obviously getting back to Magic that you're throwing them under the bus. Like, so you think, well, who else are you willing to talk about then? And we talk about stability and, and the keys to success and being – stable, anything but stability now, not to mention they're going to try to trade everybody again. Like, they're not coming back with the same team that they tried to unload last year. That's a fact. 
So whatever happens, like Brandon Ingram's going to get traded. God knows who else is going to get traded. Alonzo Ball, et cetera, Kuzma. They have a lot of, like, work to do, yet can they do it? I mean, Rob Polinka's the one in charge right now to do this. He's never put together a winning team before. Secondly, players are not in a hurry to play with LeBron James for one reason or another, whatever that reason may be. Man, the Lakers, like I stated, I'm sure the Lakers thought, man, it's going to be great. Laker fans thought it's going to be awesome. We got LeBron James right now, and things are just actually getting worse on a daily basis there. Yeah. Not better. Well, I mean, think about it, Gabe. What business have you ever been a part of where the guy at the top, you know, a year into the gig suddenly has no idea what the hierarchy of the office is? The only way you're confused a year in is because your ass wasn't there. If you are there 70 hours a week, there is no question who the who who has final say in there. Like you already know when you're in that atmosphere. The only reason you're confused is because you weren't there enough in order to be able to establish who's got final say. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. Bob Nightingale. We'll step up and in next. We'll talk some baseball. Coach Nick, B-ball breakdown. We'll hit the uh the Bucks and the Raptors, as we talked about earlier, me and Joe. First time all year that the Raptors are a home underdogs, guys. Getting two and a half points right now. Morning after Good continues. Morning. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. 
Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. Rocking this morning. Got to get some homicide uh, up and running soon. Uh, our uh, should be mastered in the next couple of days. Hopefully, we'll have the release up on uh, iTunes in the uh, the Great. first week of June. All right, let's talk some uh, some baseball uh, right now with one of Joe Ranieri's uh, favorites, uh, one of ours as well, Bob Nightingale, USA Today, uh, joins us. Bob, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us this morning. How you doing? Yeah, doing great. How about you guys? Doing, uh, we're doing good. Doing, uh, doing good. I'm getting older, and um, I just walked up a flight of stairs, Bob, and it's killing me. But other than that, I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. doing good. It's a little better before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. It is, it is what it is. But I'm doing a little bit better than, than the Mets are right now. So listen, Bob, we're in New York. Uh, Joe's in Miami, but I'm in New York here. All year long was like the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. Then you had that Giants draft type stuff, and. Now, you know, the Jets find themselves in the middle of um, in the middle of a uh, big controversy with the GM and everything. And then, uh, basically, here come the, the Mets, and I believe the kids say nowadays, hold my beer. Because <laughs> here come the Mets right now. I almost thought, like, I saw the first time I saw Sepinus's injury yesterday, Bob and Joe, it was through Barstool on, on Twitter. So I, I was like, oh, are they just messing with him or, like, what? Like, uh, Barstool said he fell off a horse. And, you know, I guess they were being sarcastic or whatnot, but we're almost to the point where, like, with the Mets, Bob, it's like you think you're logging on to the onion.com website. Yeah, it's a mess right now. I mean, they're, they're underperforming. Everyone looks bad. We look across town, and here's the Yankees with uh, everybody banged up. And, uh, you know, they got these prospects that nobody heard of that are uh, chipping in and, and doing great. So, yeah, if this was a horse, they could void that contract. So they insist mm. it's not a horse. Uh, but they do have insurance, you know. They have insurance on him. You know, they have insurance on David Wright. So they have money to play with if they want. Uh, you know, it's too late now, but they want to do something next winter. They certainly have the resources to do so. Trying to figure out here, Bob, uh, you know, speaking of the other New York team there, the Yankees, uh, I think scheduling – is a uh, is an amazing thing for this team. They have uh, done a great job of beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Again, they did it last night to the Orioles, but they don't have an awful lot of games against some of the upper echelon 
um, uh, you know, the upper echelon teams here, but you play who you have to play. And given all the injuries, it's pretty impressive even still what they've been able to do to this particular point in the season. Oh, absolutely. It just shows the, uh, the depth he had in the organization much greater than anybody realized, maybe even much greater than they realized. Uh, so, yeah, they've uh, played a very soft schedule. They've only had a, uh, a handful of games against teams with winning records. You know, when you're talking about uh, Houston, Boston, uh, Tampa, that's it. And, uh, but, yeah, you've got to beat up on the uh, bad teams, too, and, and that's what they've done. You're exactly right. We talk about that. There's just not that many good teams uh, in the American <laughs> League. So it is it is what it is. Uh, Bob, what about Aaron Boone and, and Joe, too? Like, I got to be honest, I thought it was a little bit when they hired him. It's like, okay, you know, he's com- coming out of the broadcast booth. He was obviously a baseball lifer. They said, well, he doesn't have experience, but he was a baseball lifer, his father, uh, you know, him a player, and, and, and an announcer after. Uh, but I thought it was a little bit of a curious hire. And here we are right now, and it's hard not to have a lot of respect for him. And me and Joe spent a lot of time today, uh, Bob, talking about Steve Kerr and just championship pedigree and keeping people calm under pressure. But Boone, you know, seems to be pretty laid back, handles the media pretty well, sort of sucks up some of the criticism at times when things aren't going well. I wondered about him as the manager of the Yankees, uh, but... I got to give him credit, considering all the adversity he's had to deal with. What's your take on on uh, the job that Boone's done, Bob? Yeah, I mean, a year ago you would thought they, you know, they underachieved. You know, they're within a game in the World Series uh, two years ago. Fired Joe Girardi, so high expectations, and uh, you know, and and Boone was just okay, or at least that was the perception. This year, with all the injuries, it would be easy to say, "Well, was us," like a lot of teams do, and and cry about it. And he made sure to say just, you know, next man up and uh, and played very well. I mean, right now, if, there's, if the manager of your building was out, uh, he, he would win it. He'd probably be the runaway winner over Rocco Badoli of the, of the Minnesota Twins. Uh, an outstanding job. And the executive of the year would be Brian Cashman. And, you know, Bob, the, this story just broke a little bit uh, earlier today, and I don't know if people even realize that the Yankees and Red Sox are actually going to be playing a game in London. Uh, and now we learn that, yeah, for the first time in, what, over 2,200 games over a century, they're going to be playing on artificial turf because they don't have enough time to install grass over there, I guess, in the stadium. So we've got Yankees, Red Sox, London, and, oh, yeah, by the way, it's going to be artificial turf. How weird is that going to be? I mean, it should be fine, right? I mean, they, they, you know, both teams play a ton of games in Tampa where they have the artificial turf. The Diamondbacks have it now. Uh, Blue Jays have it. So, they're, you know. Uh, yeah, the old field turf isn't that bad. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, so at least it's just two, just two games. Yeah, at least it's not like the old Olympic Stadium, Montreal. You want AstroTurf, Joe. That stuff was concrete, bro. Yeah, like Vets Gold Vet Stadium, yeah. Yeah, that, that, it actually like took took years off of some players' careers, uh, I so believe. True. So, uh, Bob, how about the uh, the Seattle Mariners? It's funny. So, earlier this year, the Mariners were 13-2. and two. The Rays were, were running away with, uh, with things. The Rays were looking great. And you sort of expected Seattle to regress, but... Man, there's been a serious regression, as you tweet. So 13-2 and two have now lost 25 of their last 35 baseball games. And it was just a couple of weeks ago 
that the betters amongst us, legally, of course, over at FanDuel in New Jersey, were saying, you know what, man, maybe this Tampa Bay Ray team looks like a team to bet on and to win the division this year with all these injuries that the Yankees have. Boston, we're kind of slow out of the gate uh, right now. But don't look now, man. The Yankees are in first place. And what about Boston? What What do you see? Do you see Boston as a team that's going to turn the corner and that are right in this thing? Are they hanging on? What do you see when you look at the Boston Red Sox, Bob? Yeah, I've been very impressed with what they've done without the, uh, you know, have a horrible start. Uh, Big-time injuries, David Price, and, you know, Nathan Ivaldi, uh, Chris Sale with the shell of himself. And now, you know, he'll, here's Sale, you know, dominating once again. Price is back, getting some uh, uh, nice, you know, nice pieces just chipping chipping in. Even with Pedroia being out, you know, Chavez has stepped in. Uh, you know, no one ever heard of this kid before. And playing good ball. I mean, now it looks like, you know, the typical traditional Yankee-Red Sox rivalry. Where, you know, last year, the Red Sox kind of made a mockery out of it, the way they yeah. pulled away from the Yankees. You know, this year should be should be fun seeing those two teams going neck and neck. And, uh, and the Rays are good. The Rays are a very good team. So, that's, you know, it could be a great three-way race for that matter. You know, Bob, the the one that's interesting, I mean, we talk about the Yankees, an amazing story, and they, they really have, and the, the slow start for the uh, for the Red Sox. But the Astros and the Twins seem to just be a cut above right now. They're, they're playing at a different level, certainly a more profitable level from a sports investing standpoint. Uh, I, don't, I mean, the, how do you explain what's going on with, with the Twins and the Astros right now and just the, the sheer dominance they seem to have from not only the pitching but the pen but the hitting? I, I mean, are, are we looking at regression for these two teams or uh, are you getting exactly what you thought you'd be getting from the Astros and Twins right now? Well, yeah, I mean, I hate to even put the, uh, the same breath as, as, as the Twins with the Astros. I just think the Astros – are clearly the best team in baseball. I don't think anybody's that close right now. Uh, just a fabulous team. Uh, you know, great team over the last three years, you look at it. Uh, you know, the Twins have a very easy schedule. I mean, when you're playing in a division where three teams aren't trying to win, in, you know, in uh, Chicago White Sox, Detroit, Kansas City, they're already building. You know, you're going to have 90 wins just like that. So, where the Twins overachieved a year, uh, two years ago, underachieved last year, you know, now with the nice pieces they have, and they're getting some nice pitching. Don't get me wrong. It's a very good team. But I just think the Astros are a juggernaut. I think the World Series goes through Houston. Uh, mm. They're that good a team with with no flaws. And, hey, uh, Michael Brantley was everything they needed. Uh, yeah. Left-handed bat and know that lineup. You know, Cleveland misses this guy. Uh, you know, they grab Wade Miley. Anybody in baseball could have had Wade Miley for nothing. <laughs> just cost so him $3 true. million. Dollars. And he, you know, he's, he's the best four or five starter in baseball. Yeah. And speaking, speaking of the Twins and Astros, guys, how about Ryan Presley? Oof. Wow. Uh, especially in today's day and age, right? I mean, with so much power and a swing in the ball ends, you know, in, in the third row of the bleachers so often uh, nowadays. But Setting a major league uh, baseball record, the the consecutive scoreless uh, inning streak uh, continues for him. When's the last time this guy uh, like gave up a run, like um, in a regular season? It's, it's a hell of a long time. It's been like over a year type of thing. But just a complete baseball team uh, right now. Dangerous team, this Astro team. Yeah, the one that won the World Series two years ago. Uh, you know, we're upset last year in the playoffs. 
But, you know, they're stronger than ever right now. And, you know, and they got prospects, too, in, in the minor leagues yeah. that they can come up. And like a guy like Forrest Whitley can help out. You know, if they want to use some of the prospects and go get some, uh, you know, some more help. But, you know, we have Verlander and Cole on top of the rotation. Tough team to beat. Yeah. Right, so I'm, I'm looking here. Uh, yeah, it's August 15th. So he hasn't given up a uh, run since August the 15th in a regular season play. Nice. Yeah, since, since last year, uh, Ryan Presley. Bob Nightingale, USA Today. It's always a pleasure, Bob. Thanks for joining us this morning, man. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Uh, Bob Nightingale with us. Yeah, what do you, what do you think, Jay? If, if you had to bet, if you, you think the Astros, are they like the, the Warriors, so to speak? Do you think they just, they're better than everyone? They're going to win the World Series? I, I think the Yankees are going to be right there. I think the Astros for sure. and um, Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, Dodgers. But don't look now. The, the Phillies and the Atlanta Braves have quite a battle going on there in the uh, National League East. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, meteorocracy and, you know, a lot of bad teams, crappy teams, for lack of a better yep. term. But there'll be a couple of cool division chases later this year. Hell yeah. yeah. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. 
The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's Trial Participant Pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. So, guys, over at FanDuel, the Milwaukee Bucks are uh, laying two and a half points tonight at minus 110 on the road against the Toronto Raptors, uh, looking to close out this series or at least uh, give themselves a, uh, a much better opportunity to close it out when they go home. They are uh, minus, I believe, 152 on the money line and an over-under of 216. So, uh, if you think the Bucks will close it out, Well, the Raptors, they're plus 130 to force a game six. And will they be able to get it done at home tonight? Well, bottom line is no no matter which side you lay here, uh, there's an opportunity for you to profit. Put your money where your mouth is. Take a shot. Open up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, Jersey's largest sports book, by going to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open a sports wagering account. At FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You can call into the show, of course. With that winning wager, kind of walk us through what your mindset was. We'd always love to hear from you. Simply go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open your new account and claim that free wager of up to 500 bucks today. I'm actually a little bit surprised. I'm looking at the numbers over at FanDuel. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks are minus 650 still to win this series. Pretty high. Like, mm. Yeah, you get Raptors plus 430, Joe, for a team. You know, the, the Toronto Raptors aren't um, – they're not just going to roll over. I think the Raptors are going to win this game tonight. Yet, you know, something's got to give. Are the Raptors – and the Raptors are a great home team. Um, and they just – it's not pretty, but they find ways, just like they did against Philadelphia in that game seven. They found a way um, on, on Sunday night again, seven days later again. Yet Milwaukee, we brought this up earlier, guys, an NBA best, 21-1 coming off a loss this year straight up. 21-1. They only lost back-to-back games once. 18-4 against the spread. But you brought it up earlier. Giannis is um, Giannis is getting a little bit frustrated. And mm-hmm. Kawhi's killing him, essentially. I mean... I mean, Giannis is having a real problem with Kawhi Leonard at one end, and at the other end, Kawhi seems to be breaking his will a bit, uh, Joe. When when you're that athletic and you're that good, it's almost like a boxer that he's not used to this. Like, like, wow, normally I'd knock the guy out by now. Like the Greek freak, he's not himself in the paint. You can tell he's a little bit rattled. Kawhi is that good defensively, and... Say what you will about the Raptors, and yeah, Danny Green sucks shooting the ball right now and Van Fleet and stuff, but they are like lockdown vice-like defense that a lot of players in the NBA haven't seen defense like this before. No. Well, and I don't, listen, I don't trust Milwaukee, and I don't know where, I mean, it's all great what they did during the regular season, but this is going to be the most adversity they've faced all year long. What happens if Toronto comes out, smacks you, and you're down double digits again in the first four minutes? Yeah, what and happens the crowd's into it, and then first, Norman Powell yeah. even starts hitting shots off the bench, right. exactly. What do you do then? I mean, I, I watched Giannis, the supposed MVP of this league, I watched him get real small. I watched him, yeah, it's great that he was getting rebounds, but I watched him pass up shot after shot no confidence didn't want nothing to do with it was looking to pass it off um 
if that guy shows up again tonight, yeah, let, let's see how they react then. Let, let's see how uh, what kind of minus 650 favorites they are once uh, once Giannis all of a sudden does have an everything go his way. One of the better bets in this series actually has been Giannis's rebound props, Joe. Yeah. I've been nailing it. He made 23 rebounds the other night. But stay away from the points. But uh, let's see. Player rebounds tonight. Da, 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 it'll be... Ooh. Man, that's yeah, the problem with these freaking props, man. Ugh. Yeah, they adjusted. Game one, they? Joe, 11 and a half. They mm. hit it. Game two, 12 and a half. Hit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had 23 in game three. Yep, yep. Tonight, yep. prop, 14 and a half. There you go. Mm. And it's one of these deals where he probably gets there. But if he gets to 14, it's a bad bet, Joe. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. I've lost the value on this. Like I've And I lost money on this last week. I'm not doing it. Where <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's prop was 31 and a half. It used to be 28 and a half. And they made it 31 and a half on the road. He finished with 31. No I knew it was a that. bad number. I, it was not a good number. Yep. No shame in uh, in passing and realizing the value is uh, it's not there anymore. And it seems to be his go-to thing. Like, if he's not scoring, he's going to get the re- – he should. I mean, he's the most athletic dude on the court. He should be getting those rebounds. But they're not going to win because Giannis has got 23 rebounds. That's not why they're going to win. I mean, it, they, if he's got 23 rebounds and 12 points again, they lose this game. And I wish I was there again tonight, but we can't be everywhere uh, mm. everywhere at once. As the, you know, the atmosphere and the, you know, the feeling in the series, the momentum, it can change in a hurry, Joe, as you stated. Raptors come out hot tonight. They win this game. Suddenly the pressure's on Milwaukee. You're the one seed. You're the ones that just had a 2-0 lead, right? The pressure's not on on Toronto now. Now the pressure becomes on Milwaukee. You know, all year long, the strength of the Toronto Raptors basketball team was the bench. Now, the bench got a little bit depleted because they traded uh, DeLon Wright, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. Um, Pascal Siakam, Joe, was the star of the second unit. Right. He became a starter. Mm-hmm. Right? So, suddenly the bench is, their bench sucks. <laughs> like, let's just be real. Like, the yeah. Raptors bench is basically like, oh, God. Let's just hope for the best. Put Norman Powell out there, and if he hits a shot, he might be good. If not, sit him down. Van Fleet's terrible. Give him three minutes, and if he hits a shot, we'll leave him out there. But it's really hold your breath and hope for the best when you throw these guys out there. But it goes to show when they get 19 from Powell, you know, what what it brings to the table. And some people wondering if the Raptors should tweak things a little bit and insert Powell into the lineup and go smaller. They've had success going smaller in this series. Let's bring in uh, Coach Nick B-Ball breakdown uh, right now. Coach, uh, me and Joe, it's always a pleasure, sir. Me and, me and Joe are just talking about Raptors Bucks tonight and how how they approach this, how Milwaukee responds after after the loss. They've been very good and what adjustments uh, the Raptors need to make moving forward here. Coach, what do you make of uh, game four tonight, a pivotal game four? Yeah, well, it was a great game three, although there was some real questionable stuff going on in the coaching on the Raptors side, and they still pulled it out. 
Uh, we need more Norman Powell. I said it after game two. I laid it all out for them, and they did it. That was great. We need, obviously, Kawhi Leonard guarding Giannis. It was a game changer and totally made Giannis a lot less aggressive. And, it, it, you know, it basically got him in his head. He was, he was sort of just not a factor. Um, and and we need less Danny Green. I mean, anything we can do to get less Danny Green is good with me. So what do you do, Coach? So you need less Danny Green, but we also have a problem uh, with Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. So where do where do they go at the guard position? I mean, they put Jody Meeks in for a couple of minutes. You know, can you play with one guard? How do you do this with Kyle Lowry? Like, if you're the Raptors, how do you approach this? Like, you've just got to pray that Green or Van Fleet can give you something. Right. Well, you know, Green isn't going to give you that lead guard play anyway. And so it is Van Vliet. And he was okay. He hit a huge three. You know, so that was good. And so that's positive. So something is there. I wish I understood what was really wrong with him because, man, is he a really good player. And he's been good in the, you know, a year ago he was great. So they're going to have to ride Van Vliet, give him those probably 20-some minutes, at least, you know, to to give Lowry some rest. Uh, I want to see Ibaka in those lineups without green. So if you can picture the starting lineup with Ibaka instead of green, go big. Um, I think I'm interested to see that lineup. I know when Ibaka and Gasol are in there, it really can, it's been a game changer for them as well. So yeah, they take up a lot of room. Else. Let's try that. All right. Before I throw it over to Ranieri here, just lastly, uh, you said, so there's been some question marks with Nick nurse. You know, listen, he's a rookie coach. He's going through some growing pains. My issue with him has been a couple Well, the rotations are one thing, but there's been a couple of blowouts, Coach. There was one against Philadelphia, and he took the starters out, but he put them back in. And and then, then the other night against Milwaukee, they're down by 22. They sort of battle. They get down by 12. No one in the room really ever thought they were coming back. If these guys are gas, so I just I don't understand why he's played his starters so much and a couple of times when he hasn't had to. But what's been the biggest beef with you with Nurse that stuck out the most? Okay, well, one thing was they were up by two with 37 seconds left in the in the regulation, and they didn't go for a two-for-one. And part of the reason why they didn't is because they don't really have great out-of-bounds plays. And in my you're opinion, right. and it's a little bit radical, if you're in that situation, because what happened was they, they ran the clock down, burped up a terrible three by Van Vliet that had to be hurried, and then the Bucks come down and just about win it on a three in transition, and then they ended up tying it. So that was the problem. There's another time when they had a timeout left in one of the overtimes, and the other team, uh, the Bucks hit a free throw, and there was like a discussion of whether or not to take a timeout versus like letting them go up the court to win the game, but there is no letting him go. The free throw was made. The defense is in position it's a timeout and yet there was like a 10 12 seconds of like indecision before they did that that's just weird and strange and they need to clean that up coach let me ask you too i mean the toronto's half course defense has been just unbelievable yet i keep hearing this narrative people keep telling me about how milwaukee's had all of these amazing open look shots that they haven't they haven't hit Am I missing so is Milwaukee getting that that quality of a look here on their shooting um or is that just is that being overblown I think it's overblown and we've been charting the half court offense of the Bucks all throughout the playoffs they must have been really really good in the Detroit series because I've seen a number of games in the Sixers series uh, in the second round and then in this round where they're just terrible. Their points per possession on their half court in game three was like 0.747, which is like 
all-time terrible. They are best in transition. They push the ball because when they run their half-court their half five-out set, they're not generating great looks, and the Raptors are able to contain that with no problem. And with this uh, addition or the adjustment of Kawhi guarding Giannis, it's really like they can't get anything going in the half-court. Half of it is the defense, but the other half is just their offense. Just There's a lot of sort of standing around in stagnancy. You try and get it. Okay, now you try and go, and then I'll try and go. No off-ball uh, off screens. And uh, it's a real problem in this at this level. In the regular season, no problem. They're a great half-court team, but not against the top of the top. What do you think happens tonight, Coach? Wow. Um, I don't know. You know, I Milwaukee, like, just for the record, they're 21-1 and one off a loss this year. The Bucs are? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a toss-up. I'd like to say the home team has the advantage. They're coming off a win. But, man, they kind of – nobody wanted to take control of that game, and everyone had a chance to just take it and didn't. Um, I guess I'm going to go with the Raptors only because I just kind of wish this, this series would go a little bit longer because obviously this one goes to the Bucks. It's over. Probably was is going to be over in game three. The Bucks had a couple of great chances. So um, I'm going to just go with the Raptors, but I'm, I'm not feeling great. I'll give my 70, 70% chance. Coach Nick people. Yeah. Get the ball to Leonard Moore in the post. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, they blew it once where they had, they were putting, for some reason, they wouldn't put Middleton on him. I know he had five, but it was the end of the game with like 30 seconds left, and they were putting Brogdon on him. Brogdon on yeah. him, And then they would try and throw it in from Gasol on a bad angle. They couldn't get it in the low post. So if they can clean that up uh, and then get it to him down there, for sure, uh, he'll he'll feast. You know what's yeah. crazy is it's been a problem, and it was a problem going back to the Dwayne Casey days. And I remember you and I used to uh, speak about Casey, Coach. Rappers out of timeouts. Always been a problem. Out of timeouts. It's been the same problem like under Nick Nurse uh, this year as well, specifically in the playoffs too. Yeah, they went to ISO Kawhi after that timeout. They finally took after that free throw. And you'd think maybe they'd run a little pick and roll, get a switch, get a better advantage for Kawhi. They didn't do anything. And then Marcus all wanders up to the free throw line in his way where he would want to have gone. So, yeah, they're me- it's a mess. And I don't I would think that like the first year coach, the out of timeout plays are the ones where he'd be so excited to get into and really dry- design them up and have them run them. He's got a veteran team, but uh, he's been less than stellar throughout the regular season anyway. And uh, we just keep seeing more of the same in the playoffs. Man, I even saw Kawhi Leonard turn it over out of the timeout. He threw it away like it's. It's uncanny. All right, we got to get out of here. Coach, thanks for joining us on short notice. It's always a pleasure. We'll definitely speak before the NBA Finals. You got it. Thank you. Coach Nick, bballbreakdown.com. Thanks to Bob Nightingale, USA Today, for joining us. Joe Ranieri, Miami, Florida. Good stuff, Joe. I think me and Joe are both on the Raptors tonight. Yeah, man. Raptors, been the first time they've been underdogs all year long. I'm not passing that up. Whether or not you're on your own, we'll see you at four. May the winners be yours. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. 
800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 That's 800-470-7113. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You know, on Sunday night, man, it started to it was pouring rain for a while. There were thousands of people outside watching on a screen, enthusiastic. Uh, but there's also tens and tens of other thousands of people um, in Canada and in the NBA circles that, for one reason or another, like to watch the Toronto Raptors fail. And I've said this time and time again. You know, Kyle Lowry has the second best plus minus of any player in the NBA playoffs this year. And, you know, for people that are unaware, plus minus is like the most important key. You can look at box scores all you want. How does the team do when this guy's on the court? All right? He's got the second best plus minus. You can talk all you want about Kawhi Leonard. All right? Kawhi Leonard's been awesome. The Toronto Raptors aren't still playing basketball right now if it's not for Kyle Lowry. You know, this guy's the smallest guy on the floor. He's coming up with key rebounds. He's taking charges. Uh, big-time assists, hitting key threes at critical times, and at the end of the night, oh, look at him, he only has nine points. Oh, 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 Kyle Lowry sucks. No, you suck. His life's better than you, and he's better than you, and he'll always be better than you. Um, but there's just like this this quick need to pounce all the time whenever the Raptors lose. And I've noticed in Canada, when the Raptors win, when Kawhi Leonard hits a dramatic shot on a Sunday night to beat the Philadelphia 76ers, they're Canada's team. When they lose... They lose the first two games against the Milwaukee Bucks. They're Toronto's team. Oh, you know what? Stay away. For all you fake-ass bandwagon fans, 
Go take, take a bath with a toaster, all right? Take a warm bath with a warm toaster. Plug it in and shut the hell up. Get the hell out of my life. Get the hell out of the Raptors' life. They don't need you. They don't want you. There's a loyal fan base of Raptor Nation that's been through the ups and downs with this team and will still be with them, win or lose, after tonight. And this is factual. The tickets went down like 50 bucks after they lost the first two games. Jurassic Park wasn't as crazy as it used to be or as it has been uh, at times. I get it. The weather wasn't great. But nevertheless, there was a little bit of a, a, a sort of a cloud over the over the Raptors in this series because I know, I know, teams never lose the first two games on the road against the number one seed in the freaking NBA, right? I mean, come on, man. A series doesn't start until somebody loses on their home court or you USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Every state in the nation will see pro-choice rallies today as abortion rights advocates will gather at various locations to speak out against the abortion bans and promote reproductive freedom. So far, over a dozen states have passed or tried to pass stricter abortion laws this year. This woman in New York City is going to one such rally. And we're here to raise the alarm and let women understand that this is a systematic attack on women's reproductive health care. With those stricter laws sure to go before the Supreme Court eventually, backers are hoping that it will lead the court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Former White House counsel Don McGahn not going to a House Judiciary Committee hearing today after his lawyer sends a letter saying that McGahn will respect President Trump's request not to testify. The committee says he could be held in contempt of Congress. And this is USA Radio News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help, finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting